4: Neil, what did Neil just do? Yeah I think that's it yeah. I think we talked, we touched on it a little bit last week
1: Well, he's re- he's been re- releasing a bunch of shit on the archives
4: Yeah it's, Oh my god It's yeah. hard to keep up with Check Whoa, Whoa Oh, there he is That's Mike Sorry <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, Jesus Holy. Is that distorted?
1: Holy Jesus shit Christ, Why is he fucking
4: cramped?
5: Yeah
1: Thieves!
5: Thieves and liars!
4: <laughs> it's cause he's fucking Mike And radios radio mics just go to him <laughs> also, this is going to fuck it up because now that he's is doing that now. So I'm adjusting to that. And then when he's going to, when he starts talking,
3: you to see the thing? <laughs> it's going to take all night.
4: <laughs> see what I mean? It's already doing it. I had to go. It's through, already doing I it. had to go through the dumb. This is why I love that we're doing the zoom thing, but I also got to like do a little bit of research because after the episode we did with Griffin from ghost to Paul Revere, which went, I think really well. Yeah. Uh, I put it. I put the Zoom audio on my computer, and I had to edit my vocal because you know how you can't hear your own vocal mm. was twice as loud as everyone else's. <laughs> so I literally had to go through everything I said and da- like automate my vocal down just yeah. when I talked because I couldn't. It's not track by track.
1: So, oh right, because yeah. it's all one yeah
3: thing.
4: Right? Yeah, and this is what the people are tuning in <laughs> for is to hear <laughs> the nothing about the Neil scenes. Youngs
3: podcast so out of your ass episode drugs. one
1: speaking <laughs> about nothing about neil young we have uh my boss here tony tony is our friend and he's an italian
2: yeah tony why oh, are you why, here, why that? did that have to come up
1: i just like, like so to... i just like mentioning <laughs> it. apparently because his last uh, name uh, is oh, Galetti. on
0: friday night he, he called out that i'm italian no, i didn't i, I don't even know that much tony
3: italian. tony welcome to our
0: country <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you much. Oh,
4: that's a little racist. How was, that? was
0: that good? <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Cut that out. No, your last, na- out. Your, your, name your last
4: out. name is Galletti. So you is that how you say it?
0: I get that's how my great grandmother said it. He's- none of us could get it, so we just said Galletti. Okay. Yeah, she says way to Galletti. honor your
3: great grandmother. What's that? Way to honor your great grandmother. Yeah, I know. Or, yeah, you know, she probably yeah. came over on the boat with like one piece of bread and a needle. <laughs> And then got off on Ellis Island, and then they shoved then her you, onto a bus. Yeah, and
1: then what do you do? You fucking yeah, can't. Then, even, you, I can't actually even say your name. Then you, right. you can't even say your name. And you put too many onions in
0: the fucking oh sauce. My but, God. but I put too many in the sauce. I did know enough to tell my parents once I got in the car that I didn't like her sauce. I didn't Ooh. tell her to okay. her face. Two I liked ragu okay. and prego. Okay, and yeah, not. You're hold not on. A real hold Italian. on. Two things. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> no, it was okay. she, she couldn't
4: say. make sauce. Also, okay, two things. But now my parents. Two things that drive me nuts. A, he doesn't have a pop blocker, so he's. Every time he talks, and two, there's no way he got that too many onions in the sauce reference, and that is means he has to leave in like 15 minutes.
1: He's gonna be gone. Anyway. Too many He's just here to sauce. pitch us some bullshit thing that he did for Christmas. He didn't give me a Christmas bonus.
4: No Christmas bonus.
1: No, because he, he made me. The, he made the no, Neil Young game. I mean? That's supposed to be my fucking Christmas bonus.
0: He made a. It's game a up. it's a Corona year gift. I can say that that. <laughs>
1: Time's also, tough, he did just buy. So he, he, he
0: bought a house last year. So,
4: so you're here. You're here to pitch us a game that yes, you made. A up. A
0: game that I made up that I have no knowledge of. That I still think you have no is knowledge
1: gonna... of the game that you made. Well, I or have no of knowledge of
0: the subject matter. We literally couldn't be off to a more confusing start. Okay, but...
3: so it's a board game. It's a board game. Are there now. dice involved, or is there a spinner?
0: Oh, there's, there's one. One die involved in the game. It doesn't have to be a die that we use. We're throwing something onto a game board, and I decided it should be a dice. All right,
2: elevator pitch. Let's go.
0: Okay. It's a game board based on Neil Young called the Neil Young Game, and you have to have a knowledge of Neil Young to be able to play the game. So you're just going to moderate? So I'm going to be here to play it just so you guys can laugh at me and make fun of me, but I'm interested to see you guys actually enjoy the game because I think it will be fun for people. What I don't understand is how how do you
1: make a game where you have to have knowledge of Neil Young? How did you create the game when you have no knowledge of Neil Young? See, creative people like me, like a creative mind
0: like mine, can figure out how to make up a game that I don't have any knowledge of.
3: I've worked for years. Please don't take his side. I've worked. No, I've worked for years in corporate America, and that's how things are <laughs> oh, done. People who have Blind, no yes. oh, fucking yeah. knowledge about anything of the subject matter <laughs> come that's up true. with ideas on how to make that subject matter better, and then they get promoted for it. That's true. I'll
2: talk about programming. Example: The first. <laughs> I didn't say that. Game, yes, you did. The first
0: board game I ever made, I made one up in eighth grade in Latin class. I was not good in Latin class. We had to do a project. Everybody else showed their knowledge of class, and blah blah blah. They're I made, I'm of Latin, whatever the class was that I was in. And Did you just
4: come here to brag about how
0: good you are at making a board game? And games? then in ninth grade I made another board game for Latin
1: class. In the last three Did years. Did you just turn of him, years him
2: years
3: off? Years yeah, I just turned him off. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is our Neil Young podcast uh-huh. where we mostly talk of
4: out, really out of our, our ass, ass we'll go in, go in. Of Mr. Young. So I want to
0: find out who you guys are you has Once I walk in the room, is it, is
2: it you're right? You're right. This is one of my favorite My favorite. So
0: so this exactly one. One. i think he did I this think one, at he did at the, the one at the Oakland Stadium in 1974, if I, if I recall correct.
2: So
1: not only did you think our theme song is a Neil isn't a, a song by Neil Young then you looked up saw a poster of Neil Young from the Oakland stadium in 1974 and you decided that this song our podcast theme song is a Neil Young song that he performed. Uh, to at- be fair I don't have uh, any headphones on so I just heard
0: little music. You know what that reminded me of him talking
3: Neil. through the intro is that uh, little piece on uh, homegrown Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of a psychedelic. kind a good kind one, isn't it, you, Tone? You, yeah, mind expanding, yeah. drifting in and out. I like that one. The Drug induced. On yeah. I have that's one good. question before we start. Yes. What kind of hookers do they have at a Latin convention? I <laughs> I wasn't invited, so I don't oh, know. That's right. You didn't go. They, I'm sorry. Unfair. Th- I mean, Unfair they like the board game. Part. Right. I yeah.
1: but I, I think they, they probably had it. some nice gluteus maximuses. Yeah. I bet
3: they did.
1: I don't even understand that reference. Little
3: intravenous to Milo.
1: Okay, Tony. <laughs> if, so if we agree to
4: eventually play your Neil Young game, will you please. leave right now? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll play too. I'll play. I'll play.
1: Yeah, I will play. I'll play.
4: <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So All right. we'll, we'll play. see you guys then. All right. So you either, either have to leave now, or you just have to be very quiet because we're about to talk about Neil Young. He's a musical artist.
0: Yeah. And the game's gonna blow you away when you.
4: <laughs> All play I believe,
0: it. I believe you. Okay.
4: I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Love you, Tony. Right. Thanks, Tony. Bye, buddy. Bob. All right. <laughs> Bye, Bob. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it.
1: Now I'm using Tony's mic.
4: Right. No, I'm turning that off. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Tony.
3: Who was that man?
4: That was Russ's boss. He just showed up. Oh, he for real. Yeah, that's yeah, my actual boss. Yeah. Wow. We he think,
3: runs a company. Yeah.
4: He um Amer-
3: America's an amazing country. It is. He's it's a, a land of opportunity. for He yeah, real.
4: actually is a very talented painter. Steady Galetti, precision painting. If you're in the Central Mass area, I, I mean, definitely hire him, and then you'll get Russ to come out and paint you. Do you do <laughs>
1: exteriors? This, uh, yeah. Oh, and I we're, need that and, done. And as much as Tony's a silly goose and hard to get through, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's really good at wait. Okay. Yeah. Because I need like, my the, house, he's like the best painter. I need my house and, painted.
3: do you really yeah Yeah. that's what tony i I will gladly take a 50 percent discount for being a (laughs) podcast buddy
4: you definitely will get it if you don't then just don't pay russ
3: tonight our special guest is russ's boss tony (laughs) yeah
4: but he's gone now welcome
3: to a long this is still long may you young uh the only neil young podcast that uh covers his uh catalog uh album by album by release and more I might add with new monster episodes in 2021. Is it okay if I call them that cuz that's Do you great, like that? I love that. Cuz I'm a huge that? X-Files
1: fan. Who came up yeah. with that? You did.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean I didn't come up with it. X-Files came up with it.
1: No, I know, but when when, when was did I miss that?
4: Well, I sent it to you guys in the group. Yeah, like,
3: don't you remember the group text and you were like that sounds good to me. So I just assume you read the text. <laughs> Do
4: you read No, I mean it sounded good texts?
1: to me that that, but I didn't know you were Do
4: you did you watch X-Files
1: growing yeah, up? A little bit. I was too so, scared of it.
4: So though. you have like the main timeline Right. And then, like, every other week, they would do a monster episode, which didn't really have anything to do with the Mulder story. Yeah. Yeah. But it it would be like, oh, this guy's a werewolf, or this guy can melt under doors. Right. Right. But those were some of my favorite. You really
1: have T2 on the brain, or is that T3? That's T2. Okay. You really have that on the brain, don't you? T2's a great. Favorite uh, X Files episode?
3: Mine is by far the most controversial, and it's a monster episode. Which one? Home.
4: I don't know that one
3: the woman with no arms and no legs they kept under the bed.
1: Jesus. Who, I don't think I've seen who that. had
3: the super they were like a super incestual confederate family that fled into Pennsylvania.
1: What? Now yeah. I want to watch
3: this. Yeah. Oh, it's it was a very controversial episode because Did they she her made her, one of
1: the windows at the Capitol building. Yeah, Yeah,
3: very that's ver- <laughs> with where with the rope tied that's around where the Trump you. people came from. <laughs> um, you know, cuz she would have sex with her super incestuous I wanna I don't wanna say disabled. I don't know what you would call them. They're from years of incest. Her sons were just messed. Like Good they were Lord. like um, And this was
4: your favorite episode?
3: They were like sloth from the Goonies. Or Jason. Or yeah. Jason, yeah. And so but it is. It's a great episode. And home, Pennsylvania, is an actual place. My aunt lives there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and so
4: I was like, Hey Wait, Mike Hey Aunt this- Gina,
3: is this really
4: <laughs> see these your neighbors? Mike, huh. is this an episode of X Files or are you just admitting stuff to us?
3: Tonight we're covering actually two releases. (laughs) Uh, Neil Young's, uh, I want to call his, you know, at first I was calling it his Geffen throwaway, Lucky 13. I don't mind Geffen throwaway. But in reality, like, instead of listening to all of those albums, you should just get Lucky 13. That'll save you a a lot of time and money. There are, like, half the songs on it are unreleased versions or are unreleased songs. (laughs) <laughs> and they're actually a lot better than a lot of the music he put out really? in the '80s. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like, I think just
1: skip the '80s. Listen, and if you want some of that vibe, just listen to Lucky Thirteen. You're good. Yeah,
2: I guess. You
3: Look, know what there's, I mean? there's like, stuff on Lucky Thirteen. Of,
1: it's got a taste of pretty much all yeah, of the almost era, everything, the whole era,
3: except for oh no, Those Shocking Pink's are on there, yeah. but they're live, and it's far and it superior to yeah. what's we covered that on the
1: Everybody's Rocking yeah, episode. Yeah, you, you had us play a little bit. Yeah, it. and it's yeah, so right. good.
4: I liked. Three songs off of Lucky Thirteen. And that's it. They're my top three. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I really, really like Unplugged. Neil Young's Unplugged might be my favorite of the MTV Unplugged albums. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, that's a whole nother well, it's, podcast.
4: It's, it's top three for me. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we
3: can let's let's touch on that when we start talking about Unplugged. Okay. Because I have I have opinions on that too. Are we? Okay. Yeah. Can we do that?
4: No, we have. We're doing what I say <laughs> when I say it. Mm. I like that. This
1: is Long May You Young. Uh, <laughs> your hosts are Mike Shu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Luke and Russ from the Vantown meeting. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Is and that where we were? I do yeah. like. Russ we talked is... to a, we talked to a tiny Italian oh, who's on. a really good painter who I work for and is also yeah. our friend. He's not, that you know what else? he's not, we, he's wait, not, can he's I, not a painter like Michelangelo. Can I tell you, no, 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 he's a painter. He, he's a painter like <laughs> of houses of <laughs> yeah. homes. Yeah, he paints houses. <laughs> yes. he, yeah, right, but not that kind. <laughs> not that kind. <guy. laughs> um, Imagine Tony. As Tony a hit isn't hit man. a fucking hitman. That would be fucking hilarious. Would not be a good hitman. Yeah, he wouldn't. Um, can I tell you something yeah. that's actually true about Tony, which you will not believe and is very true? He's like a uh, basically he has a, webbed he, toes? No, he's oh. a world-renowned da- modern dancer. Yeah, that's true. like yes, he, like, he's traveled world the world with this yeah. guy Sean Curran who is like one of the top. Are you serious? Dead serious. Yeah. Are and you? F- he yeah. traveled that guy. He, yes. Yeah. Are you and fucking serious? He's incredible. He's modern in, dance. He's incredible, dude. He's like no. You guys what, are fucking with dude. Shoo shoo. When you watch him dance, you like. You're moved to tears. Is he
3: like the dude in the Big Lebowski, the dude's landlord? Oh. Hey, dude, I <laughs> yeah, found a yeah, venue for right. my cycle, and I'd really appreciate it if you came and gave me notes. Right a on, little, man. A little bit. Yeah. Is he like that? A little bit. Because he does, do, does stuff He's like He's also that. a
1: lot like the ferret that gets thrown into the tub. Too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> So.
3: Does he do like Twila Tharp stuff? Or yeah, man, what? he's like really? a modern dance. He's like
1: his dance moves are more like the Jesus
4: in slow motion. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Did
1: fascinating. Anyone... Now yeah. I wish he was here. Nope. You can no, not, nope, you can ask him about it that. when when we do the game.
3: We'll do okay, the game. when we do the board game, yeah. I'm gonna have him do a little dance. We'll do the
4: game eventually. Yeah. Make a little love, maybe. Yeah,
3: that'd be great. Pretty much. <laughs> well, that's fascinating to, to me.
1: What is that? What movie is that from? When they do that, like the I don't remember. Pretty much uh, get down tonight. I don't know. That's it's like, like a dumb kids movie or something. It's from, something stupid. Isn't it, it
4: sounds like something Bill Murray would say.
1: Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of
3: great stuff on Lucky Thirteen, and I I re I didn't want to cover it and. Can we get into social media now? Because there was a tweet.
4: Well, before we do that... Yeah. Should we we open the nails package? on a package. Uh, I got a package on my doorstep. Russ, do you want to read what that says on the front? It says I'm on the front and the back. Okay.
1: It says... That's the back. Want me to read the front first? Yeah, I was just sitting on my doorstep. It's from... So... The uh, address up top left says Nails Emporium. <laughs>
3: this is, oh, it's from Nails. It's from with Nails, a
1: little yeah. uh, apostrophe. This is real, by the way. <laughs> Nails Lofgren. Exit thirteen off Route Nine Attleboro. Okay, so he
2: doesn't even okay, put it first, of all, or, first just, of all, Route
1: 9's nowhere near Attleboro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
3: see Um but just, he let's just explain he that just, Nails Lofgren he just tries is tries to write something that right.
1: sounds really New England. Na- Nails
3: he? Lofgren is the half brother of Nils Lofgren, supposedly. We haven't confirmed that yet. But we've had on the we've we've had we've on the had, podcast. Well, we're very honored who's, to do that. A great musician to work with Neil extensively. Does a great job on Unplugged. Um, but Nails Lofgren. He does, man. Uh, owns uh, Nails Emporium <laughs> yes. where he sells nothing but nails.
1: And we called there, him by accident once right, to, yeah.
4: when we were trying to reach Nails.
3: I do like.
1: love these uh, apostrophes he put. So he put a tiny little in in, in a classic Neil Young style because Neil loves a fucking apostrophe. He does love a yeah. apostrophe. <laughs> uh, He apostrophe. Na- he does Nails. Em- oh, okay. There's one in front of Nails and one after Emporium. Yeah. Okay. And then the Long May You Young he also does that as well. Yeah. But says says so noticing it's noticing no stamp either. So he definitely right, placed no this he placed in it. the wee so hours says, of the morning. It says the boys of Long May You Young 109. It, uh, okay. We don't need yeah. to say my actual address. <laughs> you there. can edit that out. Uh, uh, and then on the back it says It says open sorry, only open when all the boys are together. And then it says spaced out with dashes. N-A-I-L-S. Nails. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, that's his. That's his like slogan. Yeah, that's, that's his so, jingle. So you want me to? Want me yeah, let's, to, open yeah let's, it let's open up. Yeah, let's, let's open up. our very first sponsor.
1: All right, boys. Here we go. Is
3: it na- Alaskan hook nails?
4: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! My what god. is that? What is this? <laughs> it looks like he made shirts. No, he didn't. What the? Did oh, f- he
1: really? That is awesome, <laughs> what dude! What Pop that open, shoe. <laughs> oh my god! He actually, this made- is. I'm wearing, I'm
3: never wait, taking it off.
1: Wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. No. Nail, it
3: says N A I L S Emporium. If you can't nail oh it, on. we sure can. What the? And oh, there's hold a, on. Oh, my oh God, are man. there nails it's in gone. there? Oh, Oh, look at those. Oh, you blew out the mic. Oh, this one's. um. Oh, need, these are interesting. Are there Alaskan nails. hook nails in there? No, or? I don't see any nails that look like hooks. But
4: uh oh, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, Dude, this I'm is, popping um, that on. This is a,
3: and it's it's a graphic of nails himself on a ladder. It looks like a ladder that he may have made himself.
4: He probably took the class ladders at Greendale Community College, and then he mm-hmm.
3: um, it's a good. Call. And he's nailing a nail into the wall, but he's looks like he's hitting it with an axe. <laughs> It looks like an axe. It's <laughs> probably it? a hammer. Can I'm I just saying it? it's it's probably a hammer. <laughs> that is awesome. What does
4: the thing on the corner, the bottom corner say?
3: It says if if you know, if you can't nail it, we sure can. <laughs> That's a slogan. Right. Well, thanks again to Nails cuz these yeah,
1: shirts Yeah, thanks Nails. These shirts are fucking awesome. It's a sweet shirt.
4: Uh so I posted the album covers a couple hours ago. Um, and we got a couple responses.
1: <laughs> the pile of nails is just going to be sitting it's the there. the
4: best. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, but I just I posted um, both Unplugged and Lucky 13. Uh, Ian Dowson says, Unplugged came out just as I was getting into Neil. Iconic. And then Herwig DeJong uh, replied to that saying, Unplugged came out just as I was losing faith in my rock hero. So.
3: Wow! It took him to Unplugged. So he yeah. he didn't regain faith, like with, with freedom glory. or yeah, ragged he glory. He,
1: unless he missed those or, or Harvest I mean, who Moon. Who knows what his story? Yeah, maybe is. he like yeah. just stepped
3: away from right, Neil until for a while and because and then and MTV saw him
1: and onto MTV or something.
3: Yeah, MTV was playing a couple of videos from Unplugged in yeah. heavy rotation, like a Hurricane Harvest Moon was up there. And I remember when that album came out, I was working at a a AAA station in Richmond, and we were playing it a ton. Right. We were playing Mr. Soul and. And string man and stuff like that. So, huh. wow, yeah, interesting. I got a couple of things on social media. Actually, I got something from the uh, long may you young um, contact page from Chris Hoey, who says, uh, You guys are the best. Each one of you offers something necessary to what a freaking awesome podcast you have. Aww. I look forward to every show. I'm always laughing. I'm totally enjoying town meeting, too. Yes lastly neil is my true hero number one i'm a little bit here i'm a little bit there i'm a little bit scattered everywhere nick ander from issaquah washington nice thanks nick yeah thanks nick he's
4: he's posted a couple reviews and he's uh, a couple things on facebook before but i think he's the guy that always throws a neil quote at the end which i really like and it's usually one that's pretty obscure and i never get right away so.
3: Well, thank you yeah. for listening out in Washington. And, and you can also contact us through Uh From the Neil Young subreddit, uh, this is from Walk Like a Giant, and he's talking about Harvest Moon. Uh, this album was my entry point to Neil. I recall a lot of, quote, this is a sequel to Harvest Talk back then, too. And you guys did a good job explaining why it really is and why it isn't a sequel at the same time. Russ isn't wrong about BK either. Told you. Yeah. The man had the golden touch and was a perfect compliment to Neil. And, oh, boy, your breakdown of dreaming, man, had me howling with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's where Neil basically Jesus. confesses that he is a tom, time-traveling vampire creep with an Aerostar van scoping that. out a young girl in a mall uh, and waiting for her to come out and I, possibly abduct
1: her. I, I think someone else said something of uh, about that.
3: Uh, Walk Like a Giant said his top three on Harvest Moon. is uh, Number three, Harvest Moon. Number two, Unknown Legend. Number one, One of These Days.
1: That okay. was me. That was the same as me. I think was that was one of these days your number one. I thought that was yeah. your number one. No, it was mine. One of the, his was Hank to Yeah, so yeah Hank and after listening to fucking little spoiler, after listening to fucking unplugged, and it ending with Hank to Hendrix band, I was crying. Oh yeah, I was like, God damn, I kind of wish I switched out Harvest Moon. It's a great song, and it's put, a really good. And tune. put Hank to Hendrix. There's in a lot of great three. versions on Unplugged. Yeah, you but know? I mean, but Hank to Hendrix to me especially it's like the end yeah it's I mean, just a really nice wrap up and I mean, it's just so pretty well, it's such a good song man like i i put harvest moon on my top three i think my top three was harvest moon as three two was unknown legend and one was one of these days which i think was exactly what you just yeah, read probably his was Was yeah. this just your review and uh, did you just right into it yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But now, after listening, I, I'm almost like with you, I almost feel like I should have put Hank DeHendrix. I, I think it's a
3: great tribute song to so his his fans. Yeah. I know we'll get and to And the people to, he's worked with.
4: I know we'll get to both, but I mean, if you had to pick Unplugged or Lucky 13 as the better album, go Unplugged. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, Mike, I'm. Yeah,
3: no, okay. I would go Unplugged because Lucky 13 still has shitty yeah, studio has, album version stuff from right. old ways on it yeah. that. If it was all unreleased or remixed or mm-hmm. whatever stuff, then I would maybe lean to Lucky Thirteen. Yeah, but it's still it's still only half of that, you know. But the no, uh, that, I, the I half would've... that's unreleased or or remixed is is excellent.
1: No, okay. I like Lucky Thirteen, but I would still go unplugged, l- l- mostly me... just because I just love hearing Neil mm-hmm. on his own and then his harmonica playing is just so nice. So let me yeah. uh, let me ask and you this. And just the way he does some of the I mean like you've said before Mr. Soul and oh, yeah. some I mean, of those songs the way he So, he does, oh, yeah. le- so let me
4: awesome. let me ask you this cuz I was thinking about this earlier today. The in your opinion the best song off of Lucky 13 versus the best song off of Unplugged would would which would win in that? And you don't even I'd, have to I'd, say what.
1: I what I think I'm, I'm, I'd I'm have sorry. To, r- no, I was just going to say I would have to I didn't even do a top 3. Oh, really? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but I will by the end of this episode. But I'd have to look and figure... But nothing, nothing stands well, out to you? Well, I'll tell you. Um,
4: well, there's a
3: song on Lucky 13 that I think is one of his greatest songs ever. I agree. Um, I wonder if we're thinking of the same song. But I gotta tell you, that version of Helpless on Unplugged... Oh, yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It, it is
1: so There are amazing. so
4: many versions that hit... I mean, Like a Hurricane on an organ... Get out of here. Yeah. Are you like, guys
1: talking about Depression Blues? I am. I am, yeah. Depression yeah. Blues is a fucking Depression awesome Depression
4: Blues, right. to me, is better than Plus, all the other songs it's combined, got and it might the be better than
1: my N-B- favorite. It's got Fiddle and BK. Depression
4: Blues is... I don't know if I just the, oh. when I listen to it, but it really fucking...
1: Well, let's save that for when we talk about okay.
4: it. Okay. Yeah,
3: because yeah. I just I don't think we should go over track by track on both albums. Let's no, go over the songs we yeah. want to that, yeah. would, that stand the, the, out because we've know, already man. touched hel- on a lot. Sorry, of Sorry, I
1: know you guys are trying to move past it, but that the, the helpless ver- helpless on this on unplugged man. Yeah. The accordion Nils, and yeah it's, yeah it's like that's beautiful. It's got the keys too. The keys, yeah. the keys, the harp and the accordion, and this like the vocals, the singing. Yep.
3: The choir. Yeah. Yeah. It's really We'll good. talk about that when we get yeah, to it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. But, we'll cover what we want to cover on these albums yeah. because we've already, you know, there's stuff on there like Unknown Legend, which is, it's a good version. It's almost identical to the exactly. album. Yeah. it's you not, know? And there's it's stuff on, obviously, Lucky right. 13 we've already covered, so we don't yeah. have to like. I didn't even really write about
1: the ones that are exactly the same.
3: Yeah. So. There's no need to. Let yeah. me let me just finish up with social media and on our Twitter, which is at Long May You Young. Uh, Ricky Harvey comments. She was uh, one of oh, our very first yeah. youngsters to uh, give us feedback, and we appreciate you sticking with us, Ricky. And she says, uh, this is for the Harvest Moon episode. Uh, another great episode. Particularly loved your takedown of such a woman. Nice to hear the jacket voice again, which I've missed, <laughs> and so many laughs. I missed you too. <laughs> what? what a welcome respite from Insurrection News. Love you guys, yeah. and yeah. In, in parentheses, in spite of certain cringeworthy topics. Oh, She's boy. talking about semen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: But thank you, Ricky. We're for, very uh, sorry about all the semen talk, Ricky. We really appreciate <laughs> yes, your support. We appreciate you. Thank this, you for being a listener. Can I?
4: Can I just admit something? For all the semen talk on that episode, I edited out half of it. If you can believe it.
3: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: on you, it, man. No, it's not. I made a New Year's resolution. To <laughs> oh God! That was I'm way sure more semen now. than I
3: thought was there.
4: <laughs> Good Lord!
3: And oh, come on, Michael Scott. <laughs> That's what she said. Thank you. Okay. All right. And then another tweet, and this is the one that got. Sorry, me thinking. I got
1: my I got my um my fucking um, uh Steve Carell's mixed up. Cause <laughs> I, I just started watching the morning show. Nice. Did you watch that? No, I haven't seen no. that yet. Yeah. Um, this is the one that got me thinking more about
3: Lucky Thirteen. It's okay. a tweet from Darren <laughs> Hall saying, uh, "Finally caught up and heard all episodes to date, enjoying the ride." As for eighties Neil, while well, LPs were rough, let's not forget this was when. The bridge shows and Farm launched. Good uh, point, okay. Neil. Neil, one of the few rock stars who actually, you know, yeah, talks the talk, walks the walk, and turns his um, his ideas into action.
4: And it's and nice so. of Daryl Hall from Hall and Oates to come. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Darren, Darren <laughs> Hall, Daryl's
4: brother. It's definitely uh, it's, it's, it's Daryl's brother. Who no, it's didn't have such a good voice. It's definitely Daryl, and he's just he doesn't want <laughs> oh, to admit. What it is? Yeah.
2: Who did you just
1: sound like when you were def- definitely? De- definitely, oh, definitely that, de- I'm a good, I'm, Raymond, an, excellent Raymond, right? yeah. I'm an excellent driver. I'm an excellent. Look, just turned into fucking rain. But he later. said
3: Neil's sociopoly activism went beyond songs to concrete action. So yeah, you got to cover Lucky Thirteen.
1: You know what else we got to cover on this fucking good point, bo- sir. on this Thank podcast? You. Rich girl. No, yeah, rich. Girl. got to cover. Love that too. We got to cover. Fucking, Not as good as Sarah Smile. Though. We got to fucking cover Chairman sitting in mittens, Bernie, because that was we the best fucking thing that. <laughs> that ever happened. And so he made the sweatshirt. Sold out. Gave a hundred percent of the proceeds to Meals on Wheels for Vermont. And then he's now he's doing a sticker which I got and a shirt which I got and all of those are selling out. And he's still giving hundred percent of the proceeds. Man,
4: everyone loves Bernie. Not Bernie. everyone loves Bernie.
1: And Bernie's being Bernie. I wish everyone loved Bernie. Uh, let me do Instagram real quick. This was also on the Harvest Moon episode by Larso Lawson, another youngster who is uh, loves commenting and we love hearing from Larso. Another great episode. However, I was a bit surprised by how you agreed that such a woman is crap. My first real exposure to the song was the solo piano live version from Dreamin' Man. That is the song to me, and I guess that is what I hear through the syrup in the album version. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I've heard that.
3: Dreamin' Man's a really great solo acoustic release. It came out. I don't want to say. I want to say like ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. It, was it was one it was of those re-released right, those yeah, archive releases around that. Yeah. Sort of era. Um. Unfortunately, he named it after a song where he's creeping on a woman. In the mall. <laughs> I was gonna say that's uh, why. It's sort of but you know, I'll I'll go back to that and give that another chance because um.
4: No, it's absolutely. In in different versions of songs, can it, yeah like to go. Yeah, we'll to talk to about unplugged. it with unplugged. Transformer, yeah. Transformer man. Transformer man. Right. Made me really, really appreciate yeah. that song yeah, in way I never I agree. have before. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: And then finally, uh, also on uh, Twitter, at Long May You Young, Eric oh, Boylston. I thought you were done. No, no, that's okay. I just want to mention this real quick. Yeah. He, uh, he bought a shirt from us. Or oh, I'm sorry. He bought a hat from us. Cool. Nice. And And so uh, he finally got his, and he posted a picture of him with it on and the uh, couple of stickers I th- threw in there. And he says, nice. thank you so much. These are awesome. Stay amazing, you guys. So, yeah, you can buy merch. We have T-shirts we have hats. We have stickers. You can download the theme song yep. without Tony talking through it. Although we could probably make a mix <laughs> now of we'll Tony. Make a version, we'll dude. make a version of Tony like just rambling through it. Be, I thought that was kind of psychedelic. <laughs> I really liked yeah. it. Do you, um, to, do you want me?
4: Do you want to put a bunch of verb on his? Um, yeah, like voice echo and stuff part. like that. Okay, yeah, I
3: can do that. And then uh, Russ and I will do the you know the wine glass thing like Ben Keith and Neil did in mm-hmm. Florida on Homegrown. Uh, but you can get merch on there. We get hats. We get T-shirts, stickers. You can download the theme song. You can do the contact page and get to us. Uh, send us messages that way. We've got the Long May You Young blog blog up there. <laughs> like Bob Loblaws, <laughs> blah, blah, Blog. <blah. laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll be posting. Actually, you know what? I, I've, I forgot to do that today. I'll do it when I get home. I wanted to post that WGBH uh, live video <clears throat> of the Ghost of Paul Revere. Because yeah. that's really oh, good. Yeah, and yeah. our last episode had Griffin Sherry, uh, the singer yeah. for yeah. Ghost of... Well, one of the singers. All three of them sing. Um, from the ghost of Paul Revere. So that'll be up there. I'll post a picture of, uh, nice. of what did we just take a picture of? <laughs> oh, the t-shirts the from t-shirts, Nails Loft. Yep. Yeah, I'll put that up there so you yeah. can see that. So there's a lot of stuff to see at longmayyoungpodcast.com. So please check it out. We so, are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network.
4: Going back to really quickly, dipping back to last week's episode with Griffin Cherry, last week's monster episode.
2: Yeah. The monster sure. episode.
4: Yeah. Uh, me, Russ and Griffin had a group text going afterwards. And we immediately, upon logging out of Zoom, found out that there is a band called Horse Lords already.
3: Oh, are they a doom metal band? No,
4: <laughs> no they're like a
3: folk band.
1: Oh, no, are they? They're not. Oh, they're not. They're, they're like they look weirdly like
4: electronic. I can't tell if I hate them or I love them. You listened? I didn't I listened listen. to. I listened to like four songs.
3: Are they on Spotify?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, okay. They're getting, they're getting free press right now. But Come I don't on. think
4: that's the same. <laughs> be, obviously, I don't think Horse Lords, the band, left us a review. Because I think
3: that Horse Lords is a crazy horse fan, or I'd like to think so. It
4: must be. Well, that Horse Lords <laughs> is from Australia. Who okay. Left us the review? That's why it's not showing up. Like if you go to iTunes and look at reviews, it's not there. So it's just. Oh yeah, you only
1: get those right on the. Well, I had to look
4: it up on the on the old Pute. But anyway, yeah, we talked about Horse Lords a bunch. If you want to know what
1: that's about, you got to go back and listen to I'll, last um, week's we episode. Don't I gotta check new, them out. Do we have any new reviews? We don't. right? No, nothing new.
3: No. Maybe I'll throw if they have a video up. I'll throw it up horse on LongNayYouYoungPodcast.com yes, just absolutely. to give, you know.
4: <laughs> throw it up on
3: the- this is probably not the same horse lords we were talking about, but they're pretty cool. Yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> we're going to start a war of different horse lords. Oh, the horse Lord war. The Australian horse lords. Yeah. Verse.
3: It's like the East Coast, West Coast feud.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> The Australian Horse Lords and the the Horse Lord from Czechoslovakia.
4: Tupacsha Horse versus Tupac's the notorious horse.
3: Bi horse. Uh, did, okay, real quick before we get into the albums, did you guys happen to see the video or listen to the version of Country Home? Yes, that's that Neil put up on Neil Young Archives. I, that, did. I did. That's going to be out mm-hmm. on uh, Way Down on the Ross Bucket. Yeah. It's a nine-minute version of Country Home, Russ. It's like everything we wanted.
1: Yeah, I can in a live wait.
3: version of that song.
1: Yeah, and that's on the archives. That's
3: on the archives. There's video on there, I believe, and then the you know you can listen to the audio.
1: If you don't have the Neil Young
4: archives at this point and you're a listener of this podcast, you're crazy because it's worth.
3: It's, there's too much.
4: There's. I you can't. So really. I know. It's there's too much I know. After I a while, my I gotta like there, shut yeah,
1: everything yeah. off and sit in a dark room for a while.
4: Well, well, for example, I mean this That's episode. That's why I
1: missed it because I was on like a kick, like for like right a few hours of just going through shit. Well, yeah, and like, then I, I was like, I need a break. Right and then Between that, and was the, kind of when all the like the contrarian times, yeah. and then the the three screens oh, yeah. on the Hearst the theater, hearse, yeah. and then all so the so is music that where and... the is it on the Hearst or yeah. is that just yeah yeah? But
4: I mean even. In reference to this episode, I mean, you can find Unplugged on Spotify, but you can't find Lucky Thirteen on Spotify. No, it's only on the archive. No, actually,
3: I'm sorry, you can. Lucky Thirteen on Spotify. Under, it's under compilations. Ah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. But All there's right. a ton of stuff on Neil Young archives you cannot find anywhere else. Old YouTube, ways isn't on Spotify, there. Yeah. Yeah. any other streaming service. There's there's a Get lot the of exclusive stuff. It's well worth it. It's a it's a very reasonable price. But check out Country Home. I can't wait till that comes out, dude. I am so fascinated to hear the live version of T Bone. I can't wait because I, I bet it's a million <laughs> times better than the no, reactor version because it's probably li- everything he does live. So much like some of the stuff on Lucky Thirteen, the live stuff is way better. Yeah, than the actual studio it, stuff.
4: When so when you sent us that video, of Country Home, or you didn't send us, you just said, "Hey, check Country yeah. Home." Holy shit! Yeah. So I looked at it last week, and it's. It reminded me how much I miss live music and how much I miss those old albums, those pre-eighties albums. Even mm-hmm. though that was lit- was that right at nineteen eighty or seventy-nine. When Wait, whenever, reactor like, reactor was eighty, right? I think it was yeah.
3: eighty or eighty-one.
1: But reactor we- was eighty
3: because Hawks and Doves was eighty. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hawks yeah. and
1: Doves was 80. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it was the very first but re- 80. But yeah.
4: Reactor yeah. is so good. And so then and after talking to Griffin, I put on – it's actually still on my record player. I put on um, Time Fades Away.
1: Yes, I
3: wanted to mention this. Luke had a little speaking out moment on text. Did I? A few nights ago. Oh, boy, what did I say? You're like, oh, I, put, I put, went back to Time Fades Away, and it's so fucking awesome. I'm so glad we're doing this podcast, you guys. I got really drunk. And then it's, and then it's like <laughs> the next text was, Russ. We are covering. Don't be denied every show. No arguments. We are. And you were like, okay. It was oh, just yeah. like, oh, Luke's drunk. I'll he, just let him go. Go take a
4: cold <laughs> bath, buddy. He gets these once every three months, probably. <laughs> I didn't want
3: to. I didn't want to poke poke the bear. I was just like, I would be like, that yeah, that we, that's really good. And he'd Luke. be like, Oh,
4: you rock, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my god. <laughs> Listen,
4: if I want to get drunk and sentimental, let me get drunk and <laughs> sentimental. All right.
1: Luke is the bear. But no, he, I, awesome. we call I put on
4: "Time Fades Away." I cranked it up, and then I just grabbed my guitar and I just played along to every song. Mo- some I knew, some I like improvised fairly well, and some I was just fucking probably not. Can I tell you playing what playing I covered
1: at, at my show the other night, which was fucking awesome? A Lady Gaga song. Well, yeah, but I also co- face? I also covered no, I did the "Rain on Me" from the new album. Oh, but I also covered "For the Turnstiles."
2: Oh, really? Oh, nice. nice. It was
1: awesome. Yeah, I loved it. it Would you play three, it on acoustic? Three chords. Yeah, nice. Uh, there's like uh, he does like uh, he plays like a C. That's the only other chord, but it's just it's like A minor and F and G. It's a good thing that you played it well because otherwise your confidence may be shattered. Mm. It doesn't matter. Were they
3: headed for the turnstiles?
1: <laughs> the yeah, I mean the only the bush league batters, <laughs> but no, I'm sorry, the people in the home crowd. <laughs> right, they scattered. They scattered. <laughs> yeah,
3: for the turnstiles.
1: Yes, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome, bad. though, Russman. No, it was nice. Yeah, it was great. I, it, I was, like, pleasantly shocked when I went to look it up, see if I could cover it, and realize, like, oh, this is super easy.
4: Yeah. Don't be denied is that. And also, Last Dance is, like, three Really? Points. Yeah.
1: It's...
3: The last Dance. You know what? We're going to do um, – I'm going to film it, but you guys can – do all three of those songs do acoustic covers of that naked we'll put that on our patreon or just in our just fans actually that's for just fans if you're only fans only fans is that it okay
1: and but we're only wearing the fucking just the nails nails t-shirts we're gonna
3: make them into half shirts
1: right i got an only fans too (laughs) no we don't even even make them into half shirts we'll just do that thing where you roll it up and tie the oh yeah now you're talking the beach girl thing yeah sex sex that's all sex right there long may you young is sexy all right do you (laughs) want to that's right
3: (laughs) Neil Young is not sexy but long may you young is you're damn right Um, do you want to get into lucky 13
4: yeah or which one was first I think think lucky
1: 13 was right I think
3: lucky 13 was first
4: yeah and we can bounce back and forth we don't have to stick too much
1: to it but I mean unplugged was February 7th
4: I'll be 100% honest with you guys in the 2 weeks since we la- since we last well, since we switched to this al- these albums mm-hmm. I listened to unplugged 20 times Lucky
1: 13 was first
4: I listened to Lucky 13 twice okay it's just it just didn't it, it to me it was just a brutal reminder of <laughs> right. of for for us as a podcast really roughing it through those years and Right. It just there was a few shining gems to me and one like we already mentioned was depression blues right and to me that shined so bright that it that's what kept me i listened to that song probably like 5 or 6 times yeah me too um but and the live
3: stuff in there the shocking pinks live stuff i think is this great the stuff towards the end yeah the, the blue notes live stuff which is yeah, interesting like cuz he, he did that? he did that with warner brothers he did the the Snow oh, really? 3 album with warner brothers but this is this was part of the geffen to warner brothers back to reprise deal so that they said yeah. listen we'll give you this lucky 13 album we'll stick some on you know on release stuff on there, you know, and, and Neil got to curate it. So everybody kind of won, but they stuck blue notes stuff on there. The live version of this notes for you and yeah. And the other one on there. And, um, which I thought was interesting that reprise would let them do that. But I yeah. guess that was part of the deal to get rid of Neil for Geffen and to reprise to have Neil back. I
4: had and, totally forgot that the, that blue notes album wasn't a Geffen one.
3: Yeah. I'm that was his honest. first one yeah. back on reprise. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was. It's just interesting to me that that was
1: part of the deal.
4: Um, what do you think of him starting with sample and hold? Starting with stuff. Can
1: right we also off talk of, about the album cover? What the fuck?
3: That's from. Um, I is, believe that's from the Berlin
1: it, concert what is he, film. Like, do, what is going on though?
3: He well, he's got the sunglasses on, and then he's got the and the headset. But what and he, the headset and the headset? But
1: what is he in his hand? It looks like. What is he doing? I don't know.
2: Yeah, but
3: that know, was, maybe. you know, that was how we uh performed with the uh the trans tour. You know, so the vocoder. It's like he's went like, like trying headset.
1: to to do like an old school fucking uh flint and like he's trying to start a fire
3: yeah, with like a flint.
4: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't Yeah, I don't know what he's
1: doing. <laughs> I mean the unplugged maybe, album this, cover. Yeah, and he's right? got like one of those eighties nerds. Nerd shirts on with, like, the pocket. Yeah, well, it was, that was his thing,
4: man. (laughs) Let me, okay, my phone's about to die, so let me read this real quick. We just got this on Facebook. This is from someone named Paul Gase. He writes, unplugged equals unnecessary. The original unplugged concept was to take electric music and unplug it. Neil was already unplugged. It's a little boring, and he doesn't seem too thrilled to be there. And he wasn't, if you read up on the the behind-the-scenes downer stories. And then he says, "Lucky Thirteen is pretty cool, though."
3: Allow me to retort. Retort. Well, what about Transformer Man?
4: That's a good. What about
3: Mr. Soul? You know, yes, Neil Young is is a legendary acoustic solo artist, but that version of "Like a Hurricane." You know, yeah. I mean he does he does songs, he totally takes them and rearranges them for right. acoustic performance on And he could have done like Needle and the Damage Done. Sure. yeah, A good version of that tune. You might as well listen to the one on Harvest. Harvest same Moon. Same thing with Unknown Legend. And Harvest Moon. Yeah, and Harvest
4: Moon, right? Kind of the same version. But I,
3: those those the ones that he changes around are so worth
4: it. And there's yeah, to me they overshadow all the rest of them. And he had to do he had to do Harvest Moon. He had to do unplugged. That was at that time. It, it yeah, had just and it was out. that,
3: and it was that band. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm. But I appreciate what you're saying. Like, this is nothing new for Neil. Well, right. it was nothing new for Dylan either. But he did an unplugged, and I thought that was pretty good.
4: Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard Dylan's unplugged.
3: Yeah, it's it's. I thought it was pretty good. Huh. The best unplugged, though. Before we get in, okay. We'll get no, in, no, 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 go no, ahead. no 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 well, no. Let's talk about Lucky Thirteen. Then we'll talk. Well, about what's
4: unplugged. your what's the best? Un- I'm very curious.
3: Pearl Jam. Unplugged is MTV's finest moment. I really
4: like the Pearl
1: Jam one, yeah. I don't think I know the Pearl Jam It is so...
3: You have to watch it. Like, listening to it's great, but you have to watch it. Because they play it like they're playing electric. Okay. They start off, like, all sitting on stools and acoustic. By the end, it's a full-on Pearl Jam show, and it's so great.
4: You think that's better than Hooties Unplugged?
3: (laughs) Can we stop with that? I thought Sarah Lynn already took care of all that. It did. You know, I tweeted out that meme, and nobody said a thing. <laughs> nobody was impressed. I tweeted it out. Nothing happened. I was impressed. Okay. Um, Enough with Hootie.
4: My top three, this one, Lauren Hills, and I think I have to go Nirvana. I know that's just what everyone says.
3: but No, Nirvana is really good. Incredible, yeah. The Tribe Called Quest LL Cool J one, though, was pretty Gosh, goddamn good. To- that version of Mama Said Knocked You Out, Unplugged. Fucking awesome.
4: I've never heard of that either. Oh, it's really good. Well, see, I'm a lot older than you.
3: Yeah, I didn't see that one. I was watching them as they were coming out. Tribe Called Quest, I feel like, would be really good. It was really excellent. That that one
1: sounds like it would be awesome.
3: It was fantastic. The Stevie Ray Vaughan, Joe Satriani one was also exceptional. Because I was like, Joe Satriani can't do this at all. He's, He's a total electric guitar player. But he nailed it. And then that's when, I think that was only like the third Unplugged episode. And they used to, when they first, the first episode had um, Chris uh, Difford and Glenn Tilbrook from Squeeze on it. And that was great, too. And I love Squeeze. They write great songs. Can I
4: say something? I don't know if people hate or like Squeeze. Squeeze rules. Yeah, they write
3: write great songs. I mean, they're the kings of fucking hooks. Yeah. Um, And it was hosted by a guy named Jules Shear. Now he was Jules one of the Vern? Jules Shear. No, no, a 20, different kind of writer.
4: Leagues? He's never seen Back to the Future Three. He won't get that.
3: I know what Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea <laughs> is. You dumbasses! It's a book. <laughs> but Try you reading know? something for fuck's sake.
4: <laughs> yeah, but do you know about Doc Brown's kids, Jules and Vern? No. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay. But uh, Jules Shear wrote if uh, if she knew what she wants, which the Bangles had a hit with. He Great was one of those, Scott! He was one of those guys that that wrote songs, and other people would yeah, you know. You know so, um. So he was the host for like the first five Unplugged. So they had an what actual host. was the host first Unplugged? That was Squeeze.
4: For Squeeze was the first? I think you said the first. they were the third.
3: No, no. The third one was, I think, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Joe Satriani. Okay. Yeah, which was also great. Wow, they did Squeeze an was amazing version wow. of Jimi Hendrix's Waterfall on that with Jules Shears This was Stevie
4: Ray Vaughan covering? Jimi Hendrix.
3: Because what are you? What are you kidding me? Okay. Have you seen the guy?
4: <laughs> Stevie. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen Stevie Ray Vaughan. I don't know. I he saw he him like.
3: at Em Lowe's in Worcester, which is now the Palladium. Okay. When I was in high school, you know what he looks. The like. Guy was fucking phenomenal.
1: He's got the fucking cowboy hat. No, but he's a Jimi he Hendrix. Looks like now. He's
3: a Hendrixophile or yeah. whatever. Yeah. His big story well, he looks was
4: like a corpse. They now. call them voodoo childs, Mike.
3: <laughs> voodoo childs. Voodoo children. like youngsters. <laughs> voodoo youngsters.
1: Childs.
3: <laughs> um, Stevie Ray
1: Vaughan is not alive. That's why I said I don't know what uh, he looks like now. Yeah, that's why I said he looks like a corpse. (laughs) I know. We're both making the same dumb joke.
4: (laughs) Wow. And it got what it deserved. Nothing. Nothing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Unplugged, when it first came out, it was more centered on... um, It was kind of like what MTV was when it first started. They were just trying to get anybody who would want to do it to do it and then it, so at some point along the way it became a thing yeah and well they
4: got tempted by the fruit of another and then
1: you know very good the rest good. is history. that was a
3: paul carrick squeeze song all right they didn't do that one. squeeze
1: has a song called another nail in my heart so we got to be oh careful
3: yeah careful that. it. and that's a good tune yeah um but i'd have to say pearl jam is the best unplugged and i'm gonna listen to that this week i think it's really good try to watch it okay try to watch it if I'll they have that. it up online it's so fucking good and by the end it's 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 the ending's great so.
4: but i think this one's up there just because better gets
3: naked
1: almost yeah, yeah.
4: i would be fine great. with that but i think j- just shakes
1: his little ass
4: well i mean even like pearl jams unplugged Stop. led to eddie doing <laughs> sorry ricky sorry ricky but it led to eddie doing i don't know if that led to him but i mean if he's known for a lot more acoustic stuff than he was when they first started now like some of his most popular songs are very acoustic the whole Into the Wild soundtrack, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. which is awesome. He's wow. a ukulele guy too. He did yeah. the whole
1: ukulele album.
4: That album was okay. Yeah. it felt a little gimmicky.
1: It was just too close to the Into the Wild yeah. soundtrack, which was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So then the ukulele thing was like, eh. yeah, it was all right. There was some good stuff on there. No, but.
4: totally. But I mean, but the, th- I think I agree and disagree with the thing about Neil. Yes, there are some songs that are I almost identical to what he did, but I think there's more. He like his song choice was more like the songs he chose. Like he didn't have to do Transformer Man or, or uh, fucking like a hurricane, and he did them. But he also he kept it true to what he wanted to play, and he gave you like the songs he was doing at the time, and I don't know.
1: I know. Well, we
3: might as well get into it. Yeah. Well, we might as well start with unplugged. It doesn't matter. We're not back a
1: shit. and forth Yeah. A yeah. Bit yeah. Well, let's let's go back to thirteen for a second. <laughs> Are you
3: saying that just because really? Mike said that? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ.
1: <laughs> we have some fucking
3: order. Wait, have all? you have you Heard this podcast before? I'm sorry. Maybe I haven't haven't
1: had as much to drink.
4: Actually, can we talk about Time Fades Away a little bit more? <laughs> yeah,
1: you want to talk about that? <laughs> no. Can we talk about Devo? We should talk about 13 because <laughs> it's first. All right. We'll talk about 13. I like
4: how you waited until he switched his notes over before. He- yeah, really, It's the seriously. turn of a
1: fucking page, and it's already back to the first Jesus page. Jesus Christ. We hey, just spent 15 seriously. minutes on Unplugged. It's not my fault the guy still uses a fucking <laughs> yellow notepad. Relax, Bob Seger.
4: <laughs> turn the page. Oh, <laughs> you know what?
3: What are we doing? Where are we going? Oh, yeah. Are we going to Lucky Thirteen? Yeah, let's do
1: Thirteen. All right.
3: Well, that was like I like we said. It was it was a gift for Geffen. Part of the deal going to reprise. Neil compiled all this stuff. Kind of
1: reminds me of from uh, Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm joking. No, I just no, no, you know go ahead.
3: <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: I do like... Like, Shoe takes notes. Like, I spent a lot Rustling. of time trying to
3: prep for this, you know? And it's just like... Uh. I take
1: notes, too. I have fucking notes here on my phone. Phone notes don't count. The, I got tons of notes. All right, what do you got? Uh, many, yeah, let's hear not, it. What do you got? Let's hear it. A, the only things I wrote about... I didn't write about the ones... Like, sample and hold and transforming are exactly the same. Oh, I thought we were
3: talking about unplugged.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> People are like, okay, they took a week, they did the monster episode, now they're back, and goddammit, I kind of wish them. they weren't.
3: Fuck them, I hate them.
1: <laughs> no, but yeah. we talked about uh, how we don't need to cover all these songs, because especially on 13... No, no, just the
3: ones that are like yeah, of so interest. My,
1: fr- my notes start with Depression Blues, and it's basically just how fucking awesome it is. You
4: don't think it's annoying that he started with Sample and Hold? Or do you the, like an ex- that?
3: An extended version? Yeah. I think I like that, because... Um, is it
4: extended? I didn't even know it was extended. Yeah,
3: so it's a, it's, it's a long, like a dance mix almost, which is appropriate for that style of music. But I think it's awesome because Neil's the one who put this collection together. Yeah. He did the order. So why not start off with something that just to, just to piss Geffen off? If this was a gift for Geffen, yeah, start off with something that doesn't sound like Neil Young at all, and make it longer. <laughs> right? It's like nine minutes.
2: Right? So
4: I think that's yeah. I think that really annoyed me. And now that I'm remembering that, I actually think that's actually yeah, which funny. is pretty funny. So, but then he cut Transformer Man,
1: not cut it, but like sh- sh- shortened it.
3: He, yeah, he shortened it a little bit. There's not a lot of difference though. No, yeah, on that, yeah, yeah. you know. And it's still- I mean,
1: I noticed the difference of the length of sample and hold. But, um,
3: well, let's talk about Depression Blues, yeah. which to me is one of the best songs he ever did.
1: Why don't you play a little of that, Lukey? Spooky. is awesome B- oh yeah
2: Got a woman
4: uh, loves me right away Jeez. his voice is yeah.
1: yeah listen so, to his voice it's so good in this she I wish so he did the whole album like this
2: now,
4: and then is that, who's, is that uh,
1: Rufus
3: Thibodeau yeah, I think Rufus. That's,
2: yeah it's Rufus I, for
1: some yeah. reason
4: I thought it was Rusty but no damn Rusty it.
3: was there he was on the floor walking like an, a turtle
4: <laughs> with a match with a match and a right. little right. cup
3: yeah. of
2: gasoline yes <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's old cup of gasoline, Rusty. Don't piss him off.
1: Rufus is great in this. The Rufus yeah. and Ben, isn't beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta fade it, but I don't want to. Even the chorus. No. And in the, and is it? It's not Spooner. Who's on the organ? Oh,
2: I think it, it I'm is not Spooner. Sure.
3: Isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it may, might, be. might be. This was uh, recorded. On that first old ways session in 1983. If
4: this was on old ways, it would have complete for me. It, it would have been,
3: and it, it would have been out of place.
4: But it would, yeah, you're right.
3: Because this, you know, where this would naturally fit into Harvest.
1: Yeah, it probably. You was. could slide it, this it, into Harvest. Was, sorry, I think it was Spooner. Just want to. Make okay. Sure.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could. This it, is. This is great, also, because this is the kind of album David Geffen wanted. Right? Right. But rejected because this was the stuff he said was too country. Mm. And this is what yeah. born for everybody's rocking. Is this
4: the one that was supposed to be on Chrome Dreams or am I thinking of Stringman? That's Stringman. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. So this is, this is that first Old Ways session where it was Ben Keith and Spooner, Rufus Thibodeau. It was like stripped down. Mm-hmm. They recorded it in the barn yeah. on the ranch, right? So, And if you go onto YouTube and search Old Ways 1, It'll give you that six-song demo. Okay. And if you listen to it, you, and listen to that and listen to Old Ways, and when we covered Old Ways, I kept saying, Neil's putting on an act. He's not singing like yeah. Neil. Yeah, This is Neil's real voice. Yeah. And, like, um, there's a bunch of songs on there that ended up on Old Ways, but they're completely different because he went to took them to Nashville or whatever right. and overproduced them. If you listen to that old ways one session, it's all like this. Right. It's it's stripped down, yeah. And the only time he may be putting on an act is when he's singing. Are was it? Are there any more real cowboys? Real, yeah, the, the Willie um, Nelson one. Right, so it's without Willie, obviously. Right, yeah. But it sounds like he's trying to imitate Willie a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's just that. That's just how that song right. like was written. Yeah, essentially, but it's all though, like th- yeah.
3: th- that. Stuff is far superior than anything. On old ways, there's oh, that yeah. version of My Boy on there that is so much better than the one on old ways. It's and then huh. uh, what was the other one called? the, the California one, California Bone oh, or something like yeah, that.
2: Yeah,
1: um,
3: it's hard to remember because I hate yeah. that album. Yeah, I don't like that. But um, the version on the um, on the uh, demo just, that you can it like, find online, it like California, California Sun, California yeah. Sun. Yeah, it is just so much better because it's much less produced. It's yeah. more raw. It's more organic. Yeah. yeah, but this song is so good
4: depression blues yeah nowhere to go being bought by somebody Mm -hmm. nobody knows i wanted
1: to read one of the lines before that too which is the because it seems things today there ain't no magic in them they don't cut the grade like they used to yeah which is just like so simple but so like yeah fuck man right you know so relatable and it's called
3: depression blues yeah and he's obviously there's a lot of. Depression imagery in there, dust bowl imagery, whatever. But it can be easily d- applied yeah. to anybody who's going through a hard time. Yeah. You know, it's I, a great it, song. It feels
4: very personal to him what, as he's singing it. Does that, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it, it just you feel this song more well, than anything else on Old Ways. It's
3: something he really cared about, and that's what started Farm Aid. He cared about these family farms that were being either shut down or bought out by big companies, mm. and they weren't able to do what the family had been doing for generations. Right. You know, he had he had great sympathy for those people. And, the, you know, Farm Aid was born out of that. Right. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like such a great tune. I, if he had put that on Old Ways, it would have been like a lopsided album.
4: I, I would say yeah. the reverse of that, too, is if this wasn't on Lucky 13, the album would be completely useless to me. Wow. And I know, okay. and I know that's I'm not taking away anything from the song writing like I said the version of Transformer Man on unplugged like really makes me appreciate that song, but it's just to me it's just it feel I know I say this a lot it feel it feels even this compilation feels mocking to uh geffen it feels it doesn't feel like he picked his best songs it feel like it feels like he picked Songs and said, "Ha ha, see what I did, ha ha." Right, and yeah. a, and I might, but I'm, he
3: picked really good material. I mean, half of it anyway, I think, is really good material. You'd the say live half stuff. of it. Well, the, the, all even the, game, I mean, all he, the even, unreleased stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, that's what I like. Yeah, the live lot. stuff,
2: like "Ain't It the Truth" Blues. is fun. Yeah, see,
1: Ain't that's the the great Truth stuff. Is fun. Yeah, and then, but
4: even, I guess even what, what's the one he does? Hold on, let me.
1: Get Gone which yes, is like the bow yeah. did, that's like this, yeah with the shocking just, pinks know, yeah, and how
4: he was. says at the beginning like no one's ever heard this before or something mm-hmm. like that I'll play thank it you
1: everybody. <laughs> thank everybody thank everybody we love
5: you we're so lucky to be here with you
4: he's so good I we're fucking love All right. Oh, yeah. who am I kidding this you is a great know, album yeah as you
1: talk you, as you talk about how bad the album is shut up
5: <laughs> kind of tells the story of the shocking pinks where they come from what happened to <laughs> where they go? How come they're not really here today? where they come from, Cotton Island?
1: I love that, how they're not really here today. And it's just about Italy. This is about Italy beat. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And obviously, it's not about the shocking things, it's about yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good.
3: Yeah, this stuff. No, so the live shocking. Well, he's pink having stuff, fun there. Yeah, you can yeah, tell, yeah, right? Yeah, They're, and it's so he's different. Into it. yeah. It's so different from the recorded shocking totally. pink stuff, which was yeah. also played live in the studio. And but, I
1: think he was just so much about trying to capture a, a sonic sound thing with yeah. with the album. Uh, when, by that, I mean the um, everybody's rocking. I don't right. mean this. You yeah, know what I'm saying. And that's the same thing so with it, old it, ways, because it, we we talked about this, right some that of the he fun, was, some of the organic. Genuine um, spontaneity. Yeah, it's right. lost because yeah. it's he's too focused on the sonic sound. Right. He's too focused on the
3: style, right? And he yeah, let that yeah. take over on old ways and everybody's he's rocking too focused and trans, on really
4: pissing David Geffen off.
3: <laughs> probably so. No, that's a valid point, man. I a you know, bit. yeah, that was also probably pretty focused on cocaine. Maybe a little bit. you know what? It's probably cocaine. the lack of cocaine, right? That made yeah. the eighties the way it was.
4: He's focused on a bazillion different things yeah, yeah that's true yeah but as we learned but that,
3: uh, yeah we talked about that in the 80s episodes that he was so focused on imitating a style and that's why his singing on on depression blues mm-hmm. is so good and that song's so good because that's just him right and that yeah. was like harvest he yeah. recorded harvest in the heart of country music country you know in nashville with nashville session guys and and a nashville producer and everything but it was still a neil young album if you combine yeah.
4: these two albums that we're covering in this one episode, I think that's my number one. If I of all of the songs on the wow. two albums, it is a I damn just good re- song. It just really like I don't I don't know if it's just the whirlwind of emotions that we're all going through right now, but well, it, yeah,
1: like that that line I read, it's, it seems like yeah. it's yeah. very uh, applicable to today. You know, yeah. like there's it seems like there's no magic. You know, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I hope that you know through the archives he releases that old ways One session. Oh my god! Cool, yeah, because yeah. you guys—I mean, the sound oh, quality. The that. sound. I, I listened to it on yeah. YouTube, and the sound quality isn't that great, mm-hmm. but you can hear that you know just the rawness.
1: The rawness there. yeah. And
3: a lot of those guys who played on it were really pissed off that he didn't. That he went and he like totally tooled it over with overproduced it. Yeah. Um,
4: so that that song, um, it wasn't get gone that w- that he said. This is the first time. It's
1: uh don't. I think it's don't take your. Well, don't take I wanted, your love I wanted away from you. To, me. I wanted you to play a little. That one you can tell. That's definitely the blue notes. uh The this notes for you sort of. Uh, what don't
3: take your love away from me? It seems uh, like that's it, a right? shocking pink
1: Yeah, but it seems very, very to me. It seems very. Oh, it's got that kind of this of notes for you swing blues. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Very, very much great. so. Yeah. yeah, like the vibe of it is He's really I yeah. Like this, this to me would not be on everybody's rocket Yeah, but even though even though it's a shocking pinks, it to me it's. It's w- it's way more. I can hear this song being on uh, "This Notes for You." And
4: he's just he just said, too, this no one's heard this before." Oh, this, sorry, man. I talked over <laughs> it. <laughs> but chord wise, I love this song. Yeah, yeah, and it's way captured way better live.
2: Right, I'm,
4: These
3: two songs with the Shocking Pinks are better than all of everybody's rocking.
4: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah,
3: I mean, he should have just recorded that album live, yeah. much like the "This Notes for You," because. Yeah. I do
1: the like. No Cafe I do like everybody's so rocking, better. but I do agree with like, that. That like I this, think that yeah. this is that him doing these live is better. And that no, no, no. Uh, right. uh, see, that's very oh, the oh, oh yeah, very, very much. much. Yeah. 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 I'm to fade
2: it out.
1: Yeah, that to me is. I know. I know that it's a shocking pink. So I, I was just saying the vibe of that. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I that's, think that. I love that sound yeah that's cool and then you got BK doing some mm-hmm. sax again yeah. you know
3: and then he's got those two notes or I'm sorry the two songs from the blue notes which on ones there. for me um <laughs> those two notes uh ain't it the truth and and the long version of this note play a little you. bit of
1: ain't it the truth cause that one's fun and also Neil <laughs> saying your curvaceousness
3: <laughs>
2: yes.
1: might be the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened he loves talking about well, a woman's yeah. curves. We know that, but him saying "curve your curv- he, um, curvaceousness."
3: He wrote this back in Canada when he was when one of his like original bands. Really? Yeah. This, this song is, is fun as shit. He's had that song for that long.
4: I feel like a lot of his songs are like that. Well, don't you have songs that you
3: yeah you wrote and then you, you pick up again months or years later and say, "Oh, I could finish this." You know?
4: Yeah, actually, some of those are the funnest.
3: Yeah. yeah. But see this, this stuff has like energy to it. You know, you listen to the Blue Note Cafe album. Yeah. And again, it's just so much better than this. Notes for you. Skip
1: ahead. I don't. I didn't write it down, but it, it's the. Ain't it the, truth?
5: Um, Ain't it the truth? It's the th- third verse. It,
3: your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neil likes a curvy woman.
1: I like a curvy bird. Your majesty (laughs) Your curvaceousness (laughs) Your highness Your soulfulness And then he goes Make love to me babe Make love to me Make me feel all right now That's right Make me feel so good That's the blues Eat watermelon Yeah Your curvaceousness (laughs) Uh,
3: But yeah I mean there's There's good stuff on here You know And then he's got the Other stuff that's just From the albums You know which is just Right yeah can we just talk about Hippie Dream though? He does include stuff from landing on water yes, here. He does a
4: couple couple landing on right. waters. Uh pressures <laughs> pressure. on here,
3: which I like. I've over the I've yeah, gotten I, to like that pressure, song right? over the year. Dun, 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 but dun. Hippie Dream, let me tell you something. Do you know how you make a really shitty song shittier? You add fifteen seconds to it.
1: Is oh. that what the, is that is there? It
3: says <laughs> it's a it said long edit. I'm like, really? This is like an extended version? Well, I he, looked it up. Fifteen seconds well, it's because longer.
1: Because that song
4: is about Crosby Stills, Nash, and Crosby drink. Stills and Nash, so yeah, drink. He, we gotta take a drink. Yeah. Uh but so he had to add an extra fifteen seconds because he'd been with them, he'd made another album since that song came out. Oh that's right. Them,
3: so. Yeah, American Dream.
4: And it was worth fifteen more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
3: I bet he did that just to fucking piss off Geffen and to call it an unreleased track. Yeah, probably. You know. It's got uh, what? It's got a bunch of unreleased tracks on it. I added 15 seconds to Hippie Dream. <laughs> I think I still
4: like Hippie Dream. I think it was one of my top three on that. I think it was.
1: Yeah. So. I actually didn't hate it either. Yeah. I liked it. I, I hate it. I know. Yeah. No, but we, I do agree that I, I like Pressure. Freshers. Yeah, is a good tune.
3: Although the videos for Landing on Water, I'll say it every time, are the greatest videos Yeah, ever. those are really yeah. good videos. The videos for Landing on Water. Did you
1: guys ever watch the one I told you? The, um, the... Oh, fuck, which one is it? It's... I can't remember now, but I
3: maybe you should get a yellow notepad <laughs> to write those ideas down on.
1: I do have it in my notes. All I got to do is go back and fucking yeah. find
3: it. Well, all but... I got to do is turn the page.
1: It's going back
3: to 1972. Here
4: Where I was... am again, taking notes <laughs> on Neil. Oh,
3: oh, using a pen again.
1: Here I... <laughs> Here I am. Fuck you, Russ. Turn the page. Uh, I think it was over and over. That was the one. Over and over
3: again. What were we talking about? Over and over again.
1: That's not again on. Too. No, I'm saying that video was really good. It's not. Oh, right. Yeah. That I yeah. told you guys to watch. Right. I don't think you did. No. no, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry, know. man. He's got the, like, the main character is kind of uh, got like a I'm drawing a blank. What's the fucking, what's the dude, the karate dude who became a cop? Has, oh, Ralph Macchio. Nope. Who had his own show. <laughs> oh, Johnny. No, stop. Shoot the leg. God. You know who I'm talking uh, Seagal, Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal, like Yeah, the, he got yeah, the, the he became like, a sheriff or main, something. Like one of the the So the video is like Neil and the dudes playing. Oh, crease. It's Neil and the horse playing outside. <laughs> yeah. And then like while they're playing there's this like dramatic love to uh, the this couple like fighting and then getting back together and fighting mm-hmm. and um the dude in that uh couple is like very it looks looks very steven seagall oh yeah yeah he's got like the fucking wife beater on and everything
3: well time is just a joke time is a flat
1: circle
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: unplugged yeah Hold let's on. go to Unplugged. is a great harmonica can we album. take a p? I get. yeah let's I take a a p break the because yeah, there's yeah, some there's adjust, some good stories uh, about unplugged uh, uh, what is it a Justin more peas
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> justin for peas yeah we gotta think Morpese. of a neil p break thing yeah Long May You... I gotta pee. I can't think of one.
2: On a long lonesome highway East of Omaha You can listen Jesus. to the engine Moaning out as one-note song You can think about the woman
4: Oh, the girl you knew the night this is our P-Break music from now on yeah. A David
1: Pigs Piss no. What? No, no, no. David Piss Break Like Briggs I don't know, it doesn't work <laughs> It's a Bob Seger song You could do a Bob no, Seger No, I'm trying thing. to think of a Neil Young Also, why did you call name? Jason Voorhees Justin Voorhees? I fucked up, Voorhees. man Because I was thinking of Jared and Justin you like <laughs> No one so else knows so who that is but so you
4: so People through. went to our school Yeah <laughs> Your age, way older reference. than me. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're back.
1: Bob anyway, Seger. Unplugged is a great harmonica album. Yes. I yes. love Neil Young's Agreed. harmonica playing in this album.
3: Um, the band on Unplugged. BK, Nils, Spooner Oldham, Tim Drummond, uh, Oscar Butterworth. Yeah, can we talk drums. about the name
1: Oscar Butterworth for a second here, That's please. Mrs.
3: Butterworth's son.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> a great <laughs> name. Wanted
3: to get out of the syrup business. Oscar became a musician just to get out of town. It sounds like a Harry Potter character. Oscar Butterworth,
1: <laughs> yes, or like from fucking Batman Returns. He's <laughs> <laughs> just to get a good copper, bo- copper yeah, pot, copper pot or whatever. Yeah. Chester Copperpot. And is then that from um, Goonies, though. <laughs> I always get those mixed up because they're like the same name. Yeah. And then Astrid One of them is Cobblepot, uh, I think.
3: Astrid Young and Nicolette Larson on backing vocals. The return Astrid, of Nicolette Larson, which right. is pretty and amazing. And Astrid
1: Young is Neil's. Half daughter is that what, what you said, Luke? Like that.
3: Yeah, that's his no, father's half, half sister. Half sister. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, half sister.
4: His father's daughter from another woman. Right. And she was on Harvest Moon. Yes. All right. Yeah. 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 But this uh, is the return of Nicolette. And this one, I'm sure you got it in your handy dandy yellow notebook. I have and,
1: it all right here.
4: But it, the recording of this did not, <laughs> did not well, go so this well. This was
3: the the album we know that is unplugged was the second attempt. And the first attempt was at the Ed Sullivan Theater. That was in New York City. Yeah. The rehearsals were, like, terrible. I guess Neil thought everybody was playing like shit. He,
2: this might he, be a stupid question.
1: Yeah. Were Were all the unplugged that MTV did not filmed at the same location?
2: No. Okay.
1: No.
3: They were at first.
1: All right. Yeah, I thought... All right. I know I've seen a few that look very... Like, that's the same place. Yeah but i wasn't sure if all of them were at the no, same no, place. they okay. they right. they
3: well they try to keep them in new york city cuz that's where they were based yeah but this is neil fucking young so yeah, you got to right. go to yeah. neil just yeah. like just like steven stills you yeah. got to go to where neil is yeah.
4: Yeah. can i can yeah. i read this real quick okay i don't remember what this is from but i printed it out and forgot to
1: it looks the too long thing.
4: i'm not going <laughs> to read the whole thing idiot uh, it says neil young's unplugged album almost never existed According to Rolling Stone, in December of 92, Young took the stage at the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City to film an episode of MTV Unplugged. He had played 49 solo shows that year, most recently in support of his Harvest Moon album. Most of those shows had gone off pretty well. This one did not. Numerous songs had false starts, the magazine reported, and it was clear to everyone in the audience that Young wasn't happy. He eventually simply walked out the door and onto the streets of Manhattan with stunned crew members trailing behind. Neil was on stage, he was singing, and suddenly, for whatever reason, he got agitated and ran outside. Jim Burns, co-creator of MTV Unplugged, remembered in I Want My MTV. He ran down Broadway, and producer Alex Coletti ran after him. Neil never came back to finish the show.
3: No, not true. Oh, really? In, uh, in In that book, I Want My MTV, which is excellent, by the way, by Rob Tannenbaum. Yeah fucking awesome book it's done testimonial style so it's like it's it's from the point of view of people who work there and musical artists and stuff but he ran yeah he literally just in the middle of a song got up and ran (laughs) out the door that's all true but he did come back he did they eventually convinced him to come back i just
1: want to see neil i know running running right just in general running he's like i gotta get out of here
3: you know, it's, it, which is just hilarious.
4: Mom always says stupid is a stupid does. The, I feel
1: uh, like he's got the same run as Kevin Bacon in Friday the 13th. Stop bringing it up. Um, in MTV,
3: <laughs> and I want my MTV, Jim Burns, yes. um, he's, he said he, he had just arrived in a cab outside the studio and saw Neil Young running <laughs> out of the studio. And, he, and the first thing he said, he was like, I thought, well, that's
1: not good. <laughs> or it looks exactly like that meme of Bernie running. Like I feel oh, like that's yeah, also yeah. how it looks. Stop bringing, stop, no, stop. Fucking I can't help. Bernie I love
3: Bernie.
1: We're gonna have Listen, to give.
3: You know what? We have to give equal time. You now.
1: just said something about Jim Burns and it made me think of Burns.
3: We <laughs> have to give equal time now. We have to give equal time to the Republicans now. <laughs> Go pick one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we have to call 19, him Neil in 1986. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We have to get Neil on now to give the other side. Listen,
4: okay. First of all, his name's not Burn Keith. Okay, so you can relax.
3: <laughs> But anyway, he did come back. He played two more songs and then said that was it, and that was done. And then he said he told MTV. So was he,
1: he? was just mad that the band wasn't playing the, well. He or was something?
3: really pissed at the band. He said they're
1: like the best musicians in the world. But
3: apparently, <laughs> you know what it was? I think his manager Elliot Roberts booked this mm-hmm. and kind of made him do it. Now think about it. You just you made an album not too long ago, ripping mtv a new asshole yeah and telling the world i'll never fucking you know do what they want or what corporate people want you know yeah. and then like and then you get video of the year and stuff like that but now you're gonna make programming for them after calling them spineless what do you call them spineless assholes or something, something like that crazy like that and you're gonna make an album that has the mtv logo on it yeah, yeah. you know so i don't know if he was hundred percent into it and Elliot Roberts kind of pushed him to do it, and then Jim McDonough's shaky. Elliot Roberts said, "Yeah, Neil hated me for making him do that." I wonder basically.
4: if I wonder if that was it, or I mean, I'm sure that was part of it, but I wonder. I mean, because he's he's played, and I mean, remember we talked about it a couple episodes ago when he who did he fucking he kicked in his ass was it Billy Bond? Talbot? But he just kicked him. Yeah. So he but he he'll play through. He'll play the show. Right. But it's weird that he walked out. That he ran, ran out, ran out like he was—he was, really so he was like
3: Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights. Like, oh, help me, Oprah Winfrey! You know, he was just running. I'm on fire.
4: Maybe there was a panther chasing him. Yeah, I mean, that's right,
3: Neil. We want you to have a little more spark in your performance, so we have a—we oh, have shit. a panther. We let a panther loose in the studio.
4: No, but I—I I, I can't. So uh, I'm trying to figure out. Even I weirdly get that panic. Do you know when you, that pops up in you and you have to fight it away? Yeah. It, one of our last shows we played, that one in Bangor, Russ, towards the end of the show, I started getting a panic attack and I had to.
1: Yeah, Luke fucking ran off stage too. I did.
4: But we were, we were at the end of our set and I said, can we just do this song and then go? And Russ and Timmy went out and Derek and they just did like kind of an encore themselves. But like, and I'm sure it's. This is a tiny version of whatever the hell Neil was facing, but I get. I think sometimes you get a feeling, and then it compounds on itself. Right, and you think I gotta, I just gotta get out of here.
3: Well, this isn't the first time he's done this. Really? Well, what happened on the uh, Still's Young Band tour? <laughs> now he didn't do it off stage. Was not
4: mid show though? Was it? No,
3: it was mid going to the next gig. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not. You but know. it's the
4: same thing, only less panic. Like I remember even. Never really playing a show, but, like, I would say once or twice when I used to be a youth minister, dur- literally... Dur- I wish I'd known you back then. Uh, you he was skinny. don't. Yeah, I was a oh. little skinny. skinny I back. would have sh-
3: so shown you my nuts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what a weird thing to say. I'll
3: tell you. That's what I used to do with, like, nuns and shit. All right, anyway, sorry. Wait, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, keep going. What? Nothing. Did you think
1: that was going to get them to, like, switch you know, no, their no. faith? I
3: just wanted to see if any of them did the sign of the cross... <laughs>
1: You're a fucking weirdo. It was
3: Washington, D.C. It wasn't even a state.
4: (laughs) You are a sad, strange little man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I remember, like, if, like, more people than usual were there or if I felt unprepared or whatever, I just, I think more than anything, I remember the feeling of, the only word I can think of is compounding, where it's like. You have a thought, and then you can't get away from the thought, so then the thought builds on itself or something. Like... Snowballs? Yes, snowballs. Yeah, absolutely. And I get that
3: all the time, Luke. Yeah. I yeah. sit down like sit down in the chair, and the microphone's in front of me, and it's 30 seconds till the song ends, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I can't fucking do this. <laughs> See, that's— What the fuck am I going to say? That— I sound no. stupid. The whole— I'm not, Yeah, it's like, oh, my God. And then it just gets out of control. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, well, I mean, I mean, I, at least I don't have people in front of me. Right. But, but still,
4: you're live, though. You're yeah. live to like hundreds of thousands of, or you were hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Like, so it's like to me that this is fine because if I say something dumb, right, you can I can fix it. edit it out. But right. you couldn't do that. You had a dump button on yeah, AAF. But yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who controlled the dump button?
3: I well, the the DJ did.
4: You did. Yeah. Okay, I thought like a produce off like an offside.: We
3: didn't all right. have producers. Okay, Josh. Josh, Josh didn't even know where the. He, <laughs> come on, Josh Dolan. Did he just say fuck? Oh my god! I hope <laughs> I, I need this job because I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank God we all know that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That was great.
3: But yeah, I yeah. know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. I think. I think it was probably a combination of both. He didn't want to do this gig. And even though this, the 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 album doesn't sound like he didn't want to be there. It,
2: it, it does, doesn't sound like that at not, all. Not even a little yeah. bit.
3: The performances are great, but, you know, maybe the band was fucking up. These were the guys, and all that same shit started again that the Stray Gators did on the Time Fades Away tour. There were arguments about money, you know, and then he introduced a bunch of new songs that they didn't think they were rehearsed enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a lot of, like, kind of that kind of conflict within there. And he just hated it. And so what happened was he told MTV they couldn't use any of it and they said well you can't do that because you know we taped it in our studio and stuff so he he bought it from them yeah and he just said all right i'll i'll pay for how much he gave them the money mm-hmm. you know i didn't know that yeah so mm-hmm. he he ate that you know so at least wow. you know what at least he took advantage i mean not advantage at least he took responsibility, responsibility yeah. for it you know where other other artists will be like i can't do this and they'll run away and then MTV will be stuck yeah, you know, but at least he said, "Okay, I'll pay for the crew and everything and <laughs> whatever." Yeah,
4: picture just, just Neil just running, just down. running with his yeah. like down sleeveless Broadway. flannel
3: yeah. shirt on. <laughs> oh, he's got that look like the guy in fucking Human Highway on his face.
4: <laughs> oh! <Just laughs> running past the <laughs> bil- the Broadway billboards. right? Yeah, yeah Times Square. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, superstar. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the guys from Rent are like, "Was that Neil Young?" <laughs> Holy shit! So um, he did, yeah. So they gave it a second try, but this time they went out to Los Angeles. Same band and everything, and again, the same shit happened. Like, there were yelling fights. He thought they weren't playing well.
4: During the rehearsals? Or? During the rehearsals. Okay. yeah.
3: And then Tim Drummond did the same thing he did during the— I think it was Tim Drummond who did this during the Time Fades Away tour. Complained about how much he was getting paid. Really? And demanded more money. And I think he was that guy who did that on the Time Fades Away tour, right? And that
1: got back to Neil. And Neil was like, Fuck yeah. it,
3: fine. Everybody gets what they want. I don't fucking care. I
4: vaguely
1: remember this. Uh, I, thought so- was, uh, I thought it was Kenny, but I thought it was the drummer. Maybe it was
3: Kenny Buttrey, yeah. but it was the same kind of thing. Yeah, and this yeah. is right before the gig. Yeah, and so him and Elliot Roberts go at it. You know, David Briggs was there to produce the whole thing, which I'm sure was just like pouring gasoline <laughs> on a fucking, you know, sterno fire. Right. You know, and um, so it was like that, like right up till they got on stage. Yeah, and um, even Nils Lofgren was like, Neil was. A, he said in Jimmy McDonough's book, "Shaking Neil was a terror." He was on their case, but they deserved it. So even Nils oh, thought wow. that those guys and these are musicians. These are like session musician and guys. And this
4: is Nils, this is E Street band Nils at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. He doesn't need this shit.
3: No. And he he th-
1: thought they weren't playing well.
3: Yeah. Wow. Good you know, Nils. so all this shit was going on. So
1: it wasn't like those guys. It wasn't like BK and Nils. It was sort of the other dudes. Well, from what I, all the stuff I read, he doesn't mention BK. But Russ just
4: needs to know that BK has no, to of course, take no of course, responsibility. No. I mean, he's a god. No, no, yeah, there's right. No you're absolutely right. No, you're right, Russ. BK Russ. is infallible. Russ. Thank no, you.
3: All it's right? not his fault. That's all I need to right, know. Russ. Russ. Here, there's a little more meatball Russ. sub. Take some communion. Russ. Yeah. Russ. Body, okay, of BK, body of BK. Body
4: of BK. Body and blood of BK. Blood of BK. Russ, it's not BK's fault. Twisted T. It's not BK's fault. You're going to Robin Williams me. It's not BK's fault.
3: You know, Russ. If I come back here like in 20 years and we're doing this podcast and you're going like, oh, BK's the best. I'm going to fucking kill you. You know? Russ. You, you know you what know, you know, the best? Every, you every know, goddamn day you I know go my to dream my is? car and,
4: <laughs> and I hope that there's a note on it saying that you went to see about a BK. Okay? <laughs>
3: right? That's Beneflex. That's
1: Beneflex. Beneflex.
3: Ben, Affleck. Beneflex. ben, Affleck. ben, Affleck. ben Um Ben his That's his finest moment on film ever. <laughs>
1: You know what? Uh, I actually really like that, well that
3: scene team. in the construction area when he gives that fucking it's great. speech to him. It's he hasn't topped that, in my opinion. I I think I yeah, agree with you. That, that scene right.
4: gets me every time. Yeah. I think Ben is way better than Damon in that movie. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Are, you Are
3: you being Ben's honest?
1: I am. I think Ben's better than. That's a nice Damon cry. Damon Robin has Williams. a nice cry in there, but yeah. the best on screen cry in a movie is, uh, fucking Robert De Niro in Analyze This. <laughs> I've never seen Analyze This. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Just Google... (laughs) Now I got that in my head. Just Google fucking Robert De Niro crying in Analyze This or something, and it's fucking... It'll make your night. It's it's wonderful. So basically...
3: (laughs) So leading up to this album, you had all that shit going on. Neil not wanting... Leading up to Unplugged. Leading up up to Unplugged. unplugged. Neil not wanting to do any of this. Right. And yet... You, you, to, in my opinion, it's a fucking great it's collection incredible. of songs. What it's a you, great recording. Mike, yeah.
4: what do you think about him starting with "Old and Lady"? I, I think he, it's
3: I think it's awesome. Why don't you play I, play some of it? Yeah, play a little let's bit. Let's get into
2: okay. it.
1: All right. Imagine being there.
2: No. that'd be yeah. awesome.
1: Uh, I was two. Ninety <laughs> three. I was ninety so
3: three. I was eight.
1: I was drunk.
2: <laughs>
1: Did you still have the mullet? No, no, it was <laughs> well, was I, was, yeah, I was gone. Yeah. Listen to the harmonica. It's, it's good. Yeah. I like this. I like it start. I like this. Start. I like it but
2: do you I like, like that it no one more knows than what than he's I like that no one what
1: he's playing. I don't think anyone knew what it was right. at first.
3: And that's what's great about some of these songs. Yeah. It's kind of like you got to figure it out. Yeah. And Luke, no. I think the the studio version is just oh, you can't way, touch yeah. it. No, the studio no, version no, no, no. of this it's might one be of the, one of his best. It's one of the few Jack yeah. Nietzsche things. It's one of the I, only I it's really one of the only like. Nietzsche things that's yeah. like Right. And yeah. that was mostly Nietzsche doing the arranging on that and stuff. But right. this I like this. It's got that old timey folky yeah, feel. Yeah, I dig it. And I, I, and it. I think and that I the love, lyrics again, go the along with it great. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. And it's a surprise. And if you look at the the order, it's like that, Mr. Soul. It's kind of like he Mr. Goes, Soul's so good. He starts oh, with Soul his like a, yeah. earliest material. Yeah. Right. World yeah. on a String right. is after that. And he doesn't yeah. really go chronologically, but no. he kind of moves like that, kind of like introducing you. Because like, at that time, 93, so he's the, the godfather of grunge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of young people, uh, teens, 20s, are discovering him. Oh, so this shit. is yeah, kind of like an intro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like, okay, so, and it's MTV. So the average MTV viewer is, what, 10 years old to 25 years old or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, Neil Young's like this new old guy thing, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Did, so um, this is a great intro to what Neil's all about in a setting that he's really good at. When right. did
4: Cobain kill himself? 94. 94, okay. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, it, he remember, he didn't he put lyrics from Hey, Hey, My, My in his suicide Better ball? to burn out than to fade away. Because if that, I wonder if he would have put... I'm su- honestly surprised he didn't do a version of Hey Hey My My on here. I'm but surprised he's
1: done he didn't it put so lyrics many times. to T Bone. No. Yeah, and a nine-minute
3: acoustic- version of acoustic T Bone. That's what the world needs. Acoustic T Bone. And while you're at admittedly- it, put 15 more seconds on Hippie no, Dream. No, 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 He
1: wrote the lyrics.
2: <laughs> and then to take T-bone. a dump on my
5: pizza. He wrote the lyrics you're to T Bone. Cobain in wrote his, the lyrics to in
1: T-bone. his suicide. note. So- <laughs> He said i got mashed
4: potatoes. Oh that's actually kinda deep. See, yeah, that would have been it,
1: that yeah. would have been amazing because yeah.
3: people would have been analyzing that for days until <laughs> someone would have spoken up and go, That's from Reactor.
2: Yeah.
1: No one would have known for a long
2: you know, time. know, like Peter
3: Jennings would have been he would have been on ABC going, Well, nobody quite sure what uh, no ma- I the, got mashed potatoes and got no T bone <laughs>
1: meant. And someone would have called Neil and been like, Hey, did you hear? You
3: know Oh, if- Neil's probably like, I not want to I don't want to know. <laughs>
2: That, that would have been great. That's what he put. In. Russ, <laughs> it's not funny, but you know it's what? Funny. Quentin
3: Tarantino should do a, a biopic <laughs> of Kurt a, Cobain. A but do it like, yeah, do yeah. it like he does all his movies. And instead of, yeah, better to burn on fade away. He puts t bone on there. He puts and no, then he and then he, he, puts, act, he puts, I got
1: mashed potato and got, got no t bone. But then yeah. he
3: dies by accidentally choking on a on steak a t- on a t bone. yeah Yeah.
1: On that's mashed potatoes. Rush. Yes, that's somehow. genius
3: Rush. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Fucking
4: awesome. Did you just call Russ Rush?
3: I think I did. I'm a little drunk. That's,
1: uh, that's right, a little sorry. bit of
4: a Pavlovian? A f- uh, Freudian. Freudian. Pavlovian,
1: because he loves himself some some Rush. Yeah, I wish Russ was Neil Peart. Mm, I do too.
2: I also <laughs> wish I was well, Neil Peart. Well, he'd be dead, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that that's would kind of suck. No,
3: I don't know. <laughs> to be him. But um, yeah, I think, I think that's a good intro because yeah. it's like, the best song on his debut album.
1: Yeah, I like it, and it it gives you it's letting you know the a majority of what you're going to hear is me playing guitar and harmonica, and singing some songs. Right, and the the harmonica is like to me that's like the highlight of this record it is. Y- is him wailing on some yeah, fucking harmonica. Yeah, he just sounds really good. Sounds good. He sounds yeah. really good and and we haven't gotten enough of that in fucking years. Yeah, in a long time. You know.
4: I think the the one of the most telling things about this album is he could have mailed this in easily. Yeah. He's done a million acoustic shows and most of his electric shows he started with an hour long acoustic set. So yeah. He knows how to play just him. Right. Yeah. He could have done that, but he didn't. He yeah. brought in a fucking organ. He brought in, like you said, all those backup singers. He and brought and fucking Nils on, on the accordion. Nils, B.K. Like yeah. he really made a great album. Yeah.
1: And well, he
3: said he he likes playing acoustic. He's he said this a bunch in the past because it's it makes a better connection between him and the audience because yeah. with Crazy Horse and like Weld. Or live rust, It's, you know, more, it's super it's loud. In, it's gigantic. Yeah. He's, you're more it's connected, all hyperbole. He's more
1: connected with the sound. Yeah, like the. He's the, more
3: connected with blowing you away. Yeah, as opposed to this, where he wants you, you to listen to f- the intimate. lyrics. It's like you're right. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, talking yeah. or yeah, singing yeah, to, to you.
1: you. Whereas when he's playing old black in a situation with the horse, it's. Can't be anywhere but with yeah. that fucking. He wants to see your you know? eyes melt. Yeah. Yeah, pretty um, much. But I,
3: we, I like that. Yeah.
4: Can we talk about String Man? One of the only songs that probably a lot of people hadn't heard.
3: Yeah, that was supposed to be on um, Chrome well, Dreams. I mean, right? yeah, yeah, that, I that original Chrome Dreams release.
1: Mr. Soul and stuff. Yeah,
4: let's play a little. Let's play a little bit of Mr. Soul. All right. Oh God, yeah. Yeah,
1: you gotta play a little something. Different. I love and this. Too, that this no one, too. No one, no one knew, knew this yet. one either. Yeah. No I, one knew what this was yet. Yeah,
3: because it sounds like a it sounds like an yeah. old blues tune. Yeah,
4: I don't think I would have known. Yeah, I don't because I would have been going through them in my head, you know. Yeah.
1: In the harp, you know, it's yeah, just yeah, like it just really touches, just little yeah accents.
3: It's like an old blues guy. Yeah. You know? and then people catch on. Yeah.
4: This is a great fucking song, and yeah. I, I love this version of this too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say
3: something controversial: is I prefer this. So do I To the Buffalo Springfield version I think version. I might too It's more ominous It's more mysterious yeah, it's dark It's, it's very dark yeah. It's kind of like Whereas Blues, Whereas Buffalo Gothic. Springfield
1: Is so of the time Yeah It's so that It's great 60s. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely I, I, I love I agree it, with you but, too Yeah, yeah. But um, I love this I think this Griffin would something. disagree With us probably Because he's a big buffalo
3: yeah, th- yeah you know, this is this is an example of well, that guy who was saying, well, this is more of the same from Neil. Well, no, this is a perfect this and Old Laughing Lady are a perfect example. Cuz they're wildly different. Right. These are both electric songs. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why he started out with them because Old Laughing Lady was something that he looked back on. He always looks back on that first album and he says, I don't want to ever do that again, but he did eventually with like right. a bunch of albums. Yeah. But, you know, all that overdubbing and stuff, didn't need it. So maybe this is like, you know, I'm going to start off with two songs that were fully produced, fully electric. Yeah and this is how I'm going to do it. I
1: like Old Laughing Lady a lot, but I almost wonder how this album would be if it started with this, you know, with with Mr. Oh, yeah. Miss, I with Mr. Soul I think Old Laughing
4: Lady is a good one because... No, it is,
1: yeah. I just mean it would be cool... Because
4: it's different, but it's yeah. not as good, whereas this one's different, but it's But better. it's really good, yeah. yeah it's better. And it's not a super hit. I
1: know you... Right, right. yeah. You know what I mean? I know you want to go to Stringman, no, but no, just the other man. two before that are World on a String, which I, again, the, a lot of these songs, World on a String, Pocahontas, and Stringman... All of all of these first songs,
4: Pocahontas. This version is like yeah. tear jerking. But like
1: the good. things I love about these is hearing him do these songs, just him, a guitar and harmonica. Right. I love it. Well, World on it a even string, World on a String, a string t- I fu- I love this well, version takes, of it. I really the, love it. It Sounds like, like
3: an old swampy blues tune. It's awesome. He takes, man. He takes the and as much as I it it, as
1: much as I love it's from it's from um, um, Tonight's a Night. Tonight's a Night, and yeah. I do love that version. It's just very drunk. Oh, yeah. It's very sloppy yeah, drunk. Yeah,
3: and it's it's a little abrasive.
1: Right. But and this is... This, this is, is... It's like you hear it. You really hear yeah. it, and you you connect with it. And I've always liked that song anyway, but hearing this version of it, it really... I, I really resonated with it. Can you uh, play a little bit of uh, it? A world we don't I need thinking. to hear the whole thing, or, I mean, even that much of it. But I just... I just...
3: Yeah, crank it Because you can up. really catch that, that, you know, that...
1: Soul, of uh, this kinda, is this you know? is like
3: another standard blues, group, yeah.
1: You know, yeah.
3: But yeah. This is Neil's blues, and this this know? song
1: too has great harp, yeah. I believe too. Yeah.
5: Because
1: you can't really, you don't even get the full chorus in the in in the tonight's the night version. Kind of, it's like they're just so drunk and sloppy. <laughs> That, I, that's why I really love hearing him do it you know the.
4: can I play you something similar to this yeah uh, on Nils' album Nils covers Neil he does this oh, right. he does a great yeah play. he does
1: a really pretty yeah that, that's an awesome album he's just so good Jesus man Christ. he's so yeah, good right Nils <laughs> right away doesn't
3: take... he doesn't get his due man no
1: he doesn't he's, he's one of the best guitar he's players he's insane yeah listen to this We're so lucky we got to talk to him. Listen God. to him, man.
5: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus, come on.
1: I love that you can hear the sounds of, this, of everything, yeah. too. Like, probably like his chains or something right. rattling. It's like his. The- yeah. That sounds like a nylon. That's like a classic. A uh, classic. You know I you. Nylon you know string guitar. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, he makes this like. Fucking Nils, man. It's got a great no, voice, I think so? too. I think that's
3: like a, that's like a Dobro or a steel it. guitar. It's like a steel it? guitar, but yeah. it's
1: also got that like a nylon-y sort of sound, yeah. too, to some God, of it. God, that's but good. Can we so do a
4: Nils good. podcast after our Nils
1: Absolutely. Podcast? 100%. He's got enough albums. A Nils BK mashup. Yeah. But do you
4: know, like right away, he's. He's so damn good. Oh yeah, and he—you yeah. can tell—he loves Neil. He oh, loves yeah. the songwriting, yeah. and he just really makes it his own and fucking murders it. Not that to album take away is great. That album is really yeah. good. The nails, nails covers yeah. Neil definitely check
1: that yeah. out if you're listening. Pocahontas is—I know you really like it too. Like I—I I think this version's awesome. I
3: like it's, it's good. It's, but it's, it's not I, my favorite, but nah, I, I, I still like prefer it. the one on on Rust Never Sleeps.
4: No, I like this one more.
1: Really? Wow.
4: You know what it is? It's it's what in between see, verses, it's see, what he does. There. I
1: know, but what I miss is the ay, ay, ay. I really like hearing I the horse here. like doing the 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 background stuff. You know what I mean, Shu? I, I like hearing that like
2: ay, ay, ay.
1: Yeah. And, and the stuff they do with him. But I do like this version a lot. It's really pretty and it captures a nice mood, but
4: this stuff that he does... What is the, What is it that he's playing on the harp, harp in between the verses? It's not what he normally does. It's like a different song. And I think it's one of his songs. Listen when he gets to it. Hold on. Right here. Hold
3: on. Turn up, look. Turn
2: Yeah, it's
1: definitely not Pokemon. No, it's it's not like a different but it's one thing. Of his yeah. songs or something. Is it? A, I mean,
4: yeah, he does. I it do up miss that.
1: I don't know. I wish he just brought Nicolette out just for
2: that.
3: <laughs> well, let's talk about Stringman a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this is like the only really unreleased song on Unplugged. Um. <clears> keeping in that Neil spirit of playing something nobody's ever heard before. This one is. Unless I, they've I, seen a before. I like before.
1: this because. You get the piano and the harp now, mm-hmm. which is also a great mix. It's a great song.
2: Yeah.
3: And this is supposed to be on Chrome Dreams.
1: Right. It a great song. He takes his time, you know? He, he He's in it, he's, he's enjoying himself.
5: It's a great fucking song. I know. This is mid-70s.
3: Yeah. You know, so he's like 27. Yeah. Or whatever when he's writing this.
4: I don't want to fade it. I feel like I have to. You
3: know, he's, he's... well, Obviously autobiographical I,
1: th- I think, does he go to the harmonica, right? I'll, I'll, I'll let it like or we'll find mm-hmm. out but It's really pretty, man It's, it's just No, he
3: doesn't, yeah
1: So he has that line where it's like
3: He has the violin mm-hmm. Player on his shoulder mm-hmm. <laughs> For his head Well, we you talked know.
1: about that in uh, when, when did we hear this? That song? was
3: on... Um, on uh, for on the beach because that's his uh, publishing company was what Silver Fiddler yeah or something like that can
4: I um? this is a little bit longer can I, I this is from someone by Nick someone named Nick Tavares it's an article I found on this song okay can I read it real quick it's called Neil Young sings for the string man and everyone and he starts with a quote from the song he says take the simple case of the Sarge who wouldn't go back to war because the hippies tore down everything he was fighting for Um, And he says, and so we find Neil Young, unaccompanied but for his own voice and the keys under his fingers, singing mournfully for a sergeant without a battle. It's a contrarian way to view the end of a war, and it's beautifully illustrated, illustrates Young's uniquely sympathetic ear. Stringman first appeared in the solo sections of Young's 1976 tours with Crazy Horse and finally surfaced officially on his 1993 Unplugged album. Simple, plaintive, and alone on yeah, the piano. Yeah, so no
1: one had heard it, right? Yeah. Well, he's he probably played it live. <laughs> played it live but, but it's never been released. Yeah. But didn't we talk about it, or you, or the three of us might have we brought up
3: Chrome Dreams? We never
1: talked about this song. We t- yeah. we talked about this song maybe off mic because maybe we heard it on um the but the when he released the second um. Anyway, sorry, I finished the quote.
4: No, that's all right. Well, I, I, this is the part I wanted to get to. He says, Neil has a history of taking sides that seem to be contrary to his own, previously declared leanings. He sings in Campaigner about a lonely politician and notes in a compassionate voice that even Richard Nixon has got soul. Union Man from Hawks and Doves foreshadows his pro-Reagan rhetoric by four or five years, while similarly hawkish messages turn up in "Mid-East Vacation and Long Walk Home. He later explained his Ronald Reagan defense as him defending that, defending the person, not the policies, and through all his stances, they all share the characteristic of siding with the person against the attacking force. The life songs are actually tales of soldiers sent off to fight in unfamiliar terrain. He started Farm Aid with Willie Nelson to help the American farmer. Moving through his catalog years later, he stood against the first Bush administration with Rockin' in the Free World and the younger Bush with his entire Living With War album. He circled back to farmers on on the Monsanto years, detailing their plight. Um, He says his most effective song in this vein comes when he really delves into the soul of his subject, fictional or otherwise. And in Stringman, he seems to betray his entire audience, siding with an officer of war over the cause of peace. Where he differs so much from so many of his peers is that he's taken the time to think about what could be going on in that man's head, what he feels, and where his life has taken him.
3: I don't I don't necessarily think he's I wouldn't he's, say he's siding. I don't think he's sympathetic yeah. with the cause of war, but I think he's trying to relate that you are so dedicated to a cause that you will die for it, but then something happens which makes it um you know, which lessens its value. Where you feel like you've you've conditioned yourself that I'm gonna die for this and then it changes to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with it anymore. I j- so maybe he maybe it's a it's a it's a metaphor for maybe sometimes the way he feels about yeah. being a, a a recording artist. So
4: I actually didn't pick up on really a lot of those notes in String Man, but I liked that article because it. I think Neil's really good at taking. I think he just will naturally take the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Almost as a challenge to himself. Like, can I write from this point of view? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. And, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe not Stringman so much, but that's definitely a, an example of it. And I, I do like that this guy tries to make excuses for Neil, which I think is, <laughs> which feels like what he's doing.
1: I don't know. I think what I was thinking of was that when Neil recently released The Archives Volume 2, Stringman was on it, and I believe we talked about it. it we just weren't on mic, maybe. I think we all sort of were like, yeah, maybe. But we talked about uh, a lot of those songs because right. so many of them are so good. But Yeah, I don't remember,
4: but yeah. yeah.
3: To me, it sounds like another song of him just <clears throat> grappling with, you know, who am I doing this for? And he's, he it's not yeah. necessarily about war, but he's using that as an example of someone who's so dedicated to something, and he is so dedicated to his art. Yeah. But, you know, at every turn... That there's someone going against him or someone trying to compromise it somehow. And sometimes you feel like giving up. And so that's why I think string man to me means is that you're always one cut away. Yeah. Well, he says coming apart.
4: He says who the string man is in a 2006 interview. Hold on. It's Crosby, Stills, and Nash.
3: Oh, drink. So Holy I shit, know. I knew it. You know, I didn't want to say it because I know you guys are sick of it, but I totally knew it. That's what, that's what the song's about. Mm. Aren't they all, though? <laughs> Seriously. That's, but I, I, I think that's, it's a beautiful tune. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. in my top three. And I'm sure glad he put it in Unplugged at a time when people were rediscovering him. I think that was cool that he stuck that in there among his biggest songs.
4: Absolutely. And it's a great choice, too. It's a great... I feel like he must just be sitting on
3: millions of these Oh, yeah. Well, the the archives, are. that's what that's there for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to Like a Hurricane because this is a cool... Oh, my God. Spooky as hell. Yes.
4: If you you didn't get chills immediately, Mm, then you have no soul. Where you...
3: Gothic.
1: It's funereal. Yeah. Whenever we've seen him well yeah. The, both both times we saw him he did a big organ thing. Like he did not you know, for th- not for this song. Yeah. He didn't do after it after the gold rush. Well, after the gold yeah. rush, but it was it was still awesome hearing him play the organ. Incredible, yeah. Yeah. This big ass organ yeah. on the stage and he's just, you know.
4: <laughs> I do like they're like, yeah, what's What's unplugged? Well, you know, it's just like your normal songs, but strip them down, like really take, make them less complicated. What if I bring in a whole fucking organ?
1: Can I bring a church organ <laughs> with like 20-foot pipes? No, <laughs> don't do that. They don't. You don't say no to Neil. Yeah.
3: It's become like the original version of the song just those was like goes. it was about a passing moment with a girl in a bar mm-hmm. and regretting not taking it further and this one is back to the creepy guy who's watching her <laughs> with a telescope from the top oh, of a castle no. like Phantom of the no, Opera no. I see you no it's more like I see you and more... I'm watching you and I love you and, but if I can't I can't get near you because don't. you'll blow me away it's
1: more like John Lovitz and Little Nicky
4: don't no neither you guys don't ruin this song this it song really is so is.
3: good no but this version makes it that no. it makes that, it the creepiness it's so were... cre- and that's why I love it look I'm not saying it's bad yeah. so that's what that's why I love love this version so much it makes it super creepy so, uh, we uh, like it's like the phantom of the opera so the church oh, yeah, the totally church is. we go
4: to right now in downtown fitchburg the choir director uh and he's he's this incredible he's wicked good uh, like a piano player and an and organ player he's like a like a whatever award-winning organ player but i'm going to next time we can actually physically go into this church it's this huge church in the middle of fitchburg and it like the echoes are insane and i'm going to get him to play this song oh yeah if
3: you um, do you got to record it oh i'm going to yeah and tell me so i can be there
4: i actually am going to like text him right now and say mike will be
1: hiding in the rafters of the big telescope looking down with half my face
3: covered oh Oh, my phone's dead but (laughs) it's um that's i mean this version to me i mean i can't say i like it better than the album version or the versions on live rust but it is so fucking good yeah And there's a part, I think it's 340. If you go 340 in the song, you want to talk about fucking awesome harmonica? Yeah. It's just, it's perfect. Just like Brian Setzer at the 930 Club in 95.
4: Don't (laughs) say perfect and then bring up Brian Setzer, but anyway, here we go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it becomes a creepy scene Uh, And an Ennio Morricone soundtrack in some Italian fucking western, right? Yeah. It's like Henry Fonda staring into the camera with those dead eyes.
4: It's so good.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: He murders the heart. Yeah. This this whole
2: album
3: but this song in particular. Taking it way up there like this.
4: Russ, grab me on the gator. Oh god,
3: yeah. Yes, isn't that amazing? So That's good. so amazing.
4: And he just the way he lets it kind of draw out there too. Mhm.
3: And they used to show that video on MTV constantly. And he's sitting there in a leather like motorcycle jacket. But he's like, yeah. you know how he like sings when he plays guitar and he's kind of going, "Huh huh Yeah. So he, he's sitting and his shoulders are kind of going back and forth back. It really makes him look like Quasimodo or something. I mean, he's, it a, really he's
4: an awkward, weird guy when he he's plays. Just, the- yeah, well, it's because
3: he's, he's just letting it pour out.
1: That's how his oh, body has to move. I love it. I also yeah. I don't think there's a way to play an organ like that without looking that sinister. Right, he's just looking, yeah, exactly, you want, sinister. Yeah, because... Yeah. Cause if you watch like Garth from the band play, it's the same thing, man. He looks fucking right, sinister yeah. as fuck. Oh yeah, he's white, with his hair's yeah. waving yeah. around, and, and he's, he's all just fucking... hunched. He's like hunched yeah. over, you know.
3: Yeah,
4: you can't look like the Duke Owl from <laughs> yeah, rock, from Rock a Doodle when you play the organ.
2: All right, wait, let's we move this uh, on. Can, we, can
3: we go on to Helpless?
4: Yeah, I was gonna say we don't really need to do Needle and the Damage Done. Very similar, but Helpless is holy shit.
1: The people do get stoked about Needle though when they hear the intro to it. Oh totally. totally. Yeah. This is awesome. This is just... This one sneaks up on you. Yeah, me.
3: again, you're like... Like, if you were there, oh, you were like, yeah. I wonder what this is. Here, Nils and there's Nils, in? right?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Come
4: on. It's so good. This song is just so good.
3: And that's, you know, the, that... That comes from that story Nils told us, where he was he was playing at acoustic, and someone... Who was it? Someone told Nils to go out, the, go out there with your accordion and start playing along. And <laughs> Neil had his eyes, he had yeah. his eyes closed, and he opened it up, and there was Nils, and he just started laughing.
4: Uh, I love the long intro. Oh, really, yeah. lets keeps people wondering. Probably right, like half the crowd at this point knows. Yeah, they can maybe recognize it.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. But I love that
3: accordion, harmonica, piano.
4: Oh God, yeah. It's just the
3: perfect blend. All like interweaving. Yeah.
2: Goddamn,
3: a, this band. is a beautiful, beautiful uh, version.
1: This is one of my favorites. Yeah. This and the last waltz.
2: Yeah, this the last be, waltz version be, is good. Yeah,
1: the last. The, the last I, waltz I, has the Joni mm. element. I think this is better than the last waltz version. It's tough. The last it's tough. waltz version. It's tough. Last waltz This ha- the blend of like you said, shoe the the harmonica, the piano, and the accordion. I mean, yeah. come on. And then on. when the vocals
3: kick in, yeah. yeah. holy I shit! And like relevance.
1: when you hear Nicolette and Astrid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, I was forgetting the first verses. There. Yeah. Was it.
1: Yeah.
3: So now it's a gospel song. Yeah. yeah. You get Nils
1: just adding that nice. Yeah. Uh, literally, I still get chills. You can almost, like, Nils is doing, like, a Ben Keith thing where he's yeah. doing these really nice, yeah. uh, you know. In between in between yeah, verses, yeah. in between lines. He's, like, singing. Little with, accents. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: right. I get Nils chills. Can we talk Nils Nils to Nils chills.
2: again? I would love to talk to it's Nils Let's talk to Nils
4: again now that we're this far. We'll ask him about Harvest Moon. Uh, not Harvest Moon. He's on Harvest Moon a little bit,
1: right? No. No,
2: I don't we'll
3: think ask so. The
1: last one about Unplugged. He's He's on He's on uh, well, um it's on Colorado. Colorado. No, the another one isn't he on um Leave us
2: helpless, helpless, helpless. helpless. Obey oh, Can you hear me now? Oh
4: god, yeah.
3: I know, man. I, I wish you could. We should just hang out and drink and listen to friggin' Neil. That'd be great. We'd kind of do I know that. That's kind of what anyway. we do, yeah. That's <laughs> so what we do here. Uh. Is he not on. Is
1: Nils not on. Um, he's not I thought on he was sleep- on Harvard He's not, not on Sleeps done. with Angels, right? Oh, that's a crazy horse. No, record. that's crazy horse. I thought he was on. You guys, before
3: one. we do that, you should try to watch the Sleeps with Angels little documentary they have on the archives. Okay. And you see David Briggs talking. He's still got <laughs> 70s hair. <laughs> And, uh,
2: it's, it's
1: yeah, cool. I saw some of that. On and Neil, the, and on Neil is,
3: it's funny. Like, they capture, not to jump far, too far ahead, but they capture Neil in these moments where he's like, his face has this weird look. Like, there's a scene where I think Ralphie Molina is playing the vibraphone.
4: Alfred Molina?
3: <laughs> Alfred Molina, yes. <laughs> Doc Ock himself. That's right, Doc.
1: <laughs> Dude, Spider Man 2 is one of the best ones.
3: But, um, he, um, and Neil like is walking by him, and in slow they put it into slow motion. Neil stops, turns, and looks, and he's wearing Wayfarers in the studio, <laughs> and he just put this big smile on his face at what Ralphie's playing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of creeping me out.
4: Yeah, but can you imagine Neil giving you a smile while you're playing?
3: I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's better than kicking you in the ass, I guess.
4: I just uh, can you even Russ? Can you mm. imagine you throw it a, a Neil cover, like I put out that cover of Powderfinger? Imagine mm. if. You or me? You did that, and then Neil.
1: Hey, hey that's I, pretty good. That's, yeah, even just that. I heard it, it was it was pretty good.
3: Yeah, yeah. good job, you guys.
1: And I'd, again, Ralph's known him for a long time. And that's a good point. Yeah, but, but yeah, what do you guys think of Harvest Moon? What do you think of this version? Uh, it's fine. It's all right. I mean, it's I mean, not that much different from. No,
3: me. it's, it's not. Almost yeah. neither is
1: and neither is Unknown yeah. Legend. But can we do
4: Transformer? Maybe? Yes, yes, definitely. please.
3: Uh,
1: my favorite thing of this is when the two guys that realize what it is are like, right. Yeah. Right. You know <laughs> the two trans guys. Listen. <laughs> that's you, Ros. like one No oh, that's Scott Parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, there there's literally like two guys and they're both kinda like, yeah, cocaine. This is the best album 80s, yeah. cocaine! <laughs> Neil's disabled son and he uh, was trying to help him. Yeah. Play Middle's vacation.
4: This made me appreciate the songs much more.
1: Yeah. yeah, I like the ladies singing. Yeah. Out of them. Yeah.
3: he said something to the effect of, "I forget where it was in shaky, but he said it's all the same about his stuff in the '80s. It's all the same stuff. I'm just doing it in a different way." Yeah, yeah. And like this, this album's this is a, a good cool example of that, yeah. where they break it. It breaks down yeah. to like old laughing lady. It's just what I do. It's me and a guitar. Right. Yeah. So you could play it, you know, with a vocoder and synthesizers or you could just play it with an acoustic guitar and, you know, some right. backup singers.
4: As someone who has been vocally against most of the songs off Trans, I'm very happy he put this on unplugged.
1: Me too. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah. like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's it, it makes you really be like even though though even though he he's really doing something in that out in Trans. Sure. The songs still can hold up. You know, yeah. in... in a, I'm happy he put out yeah, both versions. As it, much as right.
4: I, it's not, for me, the the original, but I get why he did it, especially after you guys yeah. kind of explained the stuff with Ben, but, like, this version makes me appreciate it more, and ben I Ben Young,
1: not Ben Keith. Yeah. But,
4: yeah. Um, but I, I love that he... I love that on this album you get different versions of songs that yeah. you already love, some songs that you don't love. It's and just then, a yeah. great... Yeah. It's just great. I'm really glad he did
3: this. You know what I love about Transformer Man on this album is that there were some... Eighteen-year-old kid just getting into Neil Young because he was the godfather of grunge, and then someone tells him, "Oh, Transformer Man, that's on Trans," and he goes out and probably <laughs> finds a used copy of the CD yep. and throws it on and goes, "What the
4: fuck?" This feels autobiographical, <laughs> right? Yeah, just like just like
3: people did when it first came out. The yeah, same yeah, yeah. fucking reaction twenty years later. like or ten years later. It's like, what the fuck
4: is this? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I know we weren't going to um, really cover Unknown Legend because it's basically the same, but. Can you at least go to 234?
2: Have legend? Yeah. Somewhere on
1: a Listen to after the Harley Davidson. Turn it up.
2: <laughs> Did you hear it? No. So,
1: so the guy, so he says... She rides a Harley Davidson, and then the guy goes, yeah! <laughs> oh, no, really. <laughs> the guy in the audience, if you, if you really listen, if you crank it up.
3: That's the only guy in the audience
2: wearing a friggin' to, bandana go back to it, on his Luke. head.
1: If you try, if you pay attention, after he says Harley Davidson. Uh, 230? <clears throat> 234, it'll come around 236-ish, but right, play, play it from yeah.
5: 234. She rides a Harley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know who that was?
3: It, oh was, my God. It was? it was Dan It was. Dan Moshman. Moshman. He's from California.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Harley.
3: He's got his, like, orange and black jacket on. since says Harley on the back. I feel like
4: we haven't heard from Dan Moshman in way too long. Yeah. Has he been tweeting at least? I
3: just mailed out his hat. Oh, so nice.
4: Yeah. All right. Come on Dan, um, step it up.
3: Hey, if you if you're listening and you're one of the three people who bought shirts or the three people who bought hats, <laughs> um, please take a picture of yourself yes. with it somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're somewhere home, on a desert highway or yeah, yeah, you're you're in front of your favorite yeah.
4: Harley. Yeah, take, yeah! take yeah! a picture, <laughs> take a picture wearing your shirt with your long blonde hair blowing
1: in the wind. Yeah. yeah. Before we go to look out for my love um, which is one of my I really love this version, but before we go to that, I want to I know we already did um, the it, it, social media stuff but there's a new comment from matt devlin okay uh and he said unplugged was a very formative record in the youngsters neil fandom in this youngsters neil fandom meaning his at the same time lucky 13 confused me i still loved Unplug. in my honest opinion best versions of long may you run and look out for my love really wow and, okay and then james Not by two james but. d clark commented on matt's uh resp- uh Comment and said, and "said Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You're cool." Also, James D. Clark has a top fan badge. Wow! So thank you, a, James a, D. Clark. James, hey. He said, "ditto on long and look out." If there are better versions, I've yet to hear them. So these guys wow. really love what we're about to hear. With really, the, with, the, with, the, with look out for my Love so like, are, Wow! Play a little bit of look out for. My, I really, yeah. I, I, I would, I'm with them. I really love this. This made me really remember how much I love this song. From this is from Comes a Time. Yeah. And it, it's one of my favorites from Comes a Time.
4: I think I remember not caring about this song. No,
1: you I think you I talked you into liking this one because especially because of the you own it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're right.
4: <laughs> 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 this is a I do really
1: like nice this though, version, yeah. yeah. Great playing, you know. Yeah. Especially when they get to those
2: hits. You can
4: tell Neil loves this song,
2: too.
1: Yeah.
4: Is this the one that Nicolette did her own version? Or no, she did a lot of that ones. was she did a lot was, of yeah.
2: This
3: was the one he used in the fantasy scene in Human Highway, right? Or no. No. That, no. Was, that was like, no, it wasn't this one. Yeah.
5: What was that one? It was from
3: this album, though. It was yeah. from the Comes a Time album. Was it um, going back? Was that yeah, what it was I it's called? It yeah. Here
4: it comes. This is great. I do like this better. I'll agree with them. I'll oh, prefer this one anyway. This is great. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was going back.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, that that to me, I agree with those dudes. That that this hearing this in that um yeah atmosphere is really nice i
4: feel he he puts this song on a lot of his live albums too doesn't didn't he put this on um i want to say i don't know if it's been on anything mm. yeah. i feel like he put this on something else I don't think maybe so. even russ never sleeps
3: i don't think so no i don't think so
4: i feel like he did are you looking it up russ man? Yeah, I'm going through the live album. Maybe I'm thinking of "Lot of Love." I confused them. A a lot, "Lot of Love" was well, on love Rust EJ. Never Sleeps." That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Man. yeah, never mind. Anyway, anything else? About, you you really like this version of "Hank to Hendrix"?
3: I like it. I don't. You know, it's not so much different. I agree. Uh, it's not that much different, but, but it's really
4: pretty.
1: It's a great
4: nice. song, though.
3: I love it a lot.
4: Yeah. Overall, I really like this album. Well, they
1: go to the long may you run. Okay. Because they also really love this. This is a nice catering I, these like, guys hearing I, like, this, I <laughs> like hearing this song. I like this. I like hearing this song. It's ben. called Super
3: Serving. Okay? You've got to super
1: serve the client. I like hearing this version with, with BK. Yeah. BK's uh, awesome in
4: this, man. Listen to him in this. In these this are man. fake reviews. Russ just wants to soak up all the BK. <laughs> he
2: can.
4: Oh, yeah. Someone named Bibbledy Dibbledy <laughs> said they really wanted to hear the Ben Keith parts on... Uh... <laughs>
5: No, I, like, I actually like the other version
4: better than this.
3: What, the studio version? A little bit,
4: yeah. I like the Conan version better than this. <laughs> Remember the la- Conan's last Tonight Show? They played this song. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Conan played on it. I think I cried. I was such a dork. Why did do they take the Tonight Show
2: from Conan?
3: I felt the same way about Barney Miller.
1: <laughs> I don't even get And that. I was
3: only in sixth grade.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I don't know what that means. About. I don't fucking care. <laughs>
3: you guys are fucking punks.
1: <laughs> hey, I want to... You haven't even got to the BK stuff, but whatever. I mean, this
4: is fine. I don't know if it's like... It's very similar. It's good, man. When you get BK going... I'm not saying it's
1: not good.
5: Is there a part you want me to go to?
1: Yeah, just leave it right here. I'm not going to just some leave, it on. Yeah, on. Yeah, just leave it on. Yeah, just leave it on. Yeah, Finish listen my up. twisted tea. Right here. here we go. It's nice. <laughs> right here.
3: Yeah, listen to that, huh? That's beautiful. Yeah. He does some really nice stuff, Russ.
4: Not to quote uh, Christina Applegate from Anchorman, but you have a
1: massive erection right now. You hear him? Yeah, fucking.
3: Look, there's a rainbow. Do me on it.
1: Don't act like you're not. He's fucking crushing it. This this whole part once he comes
3: in. He's an amateur, Russ. Nobody (laughs) likes him. Hey, I want to uh, give a shout out to the hosts of the Rivals podcast. They just, you guys should listen to it. They did a three-parter on Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Really? And about the inner conflict between, and they, they've covered a lot of stuff oh, that wait. we covered.
4: Is this the part of the podcast where we promote other podcasts? Yes, Okay. absolutely. So and you know
3: what? They're not even part of the Pantheon podcast That's fine, because the one I want to promote isn't either. Okay. Um, but yeah, you <laughs> well, guys should listen to that. It's, it's really <laughs> good. But they mentioned this, and, the, and they say the same thing we What's did. What's the premise? The uh, it's like rivals So one of them is like Lou Reed and John Cale Oh I like Graham. that Yeah so they go through Like this musical rivalry Over the years and, That's cool um, But they talk about All the prop. Boy they, they, there's a lot of shit Rush in or Dream Crosby. Theater Shut the fuck up man There's no comparison Dream Theater are fucking punks Portnoy's a punk
4: Some people would Strongly disagree with you
3: Fuck them um, Ben but Keith
4: they- or Ben Folds Ben Keith. <laughs> Ben Jesus Folds Christ. for sure. Ben easy, Folds. Easily ben Folds. What's wrong with that guy? Ben Folds rules. Whatever. He was the old, he was in community.
3: But they said the same thing about Long May You uh, run is that like that's like the this the like a really great song and the rest of the album's totally yeah. weak. And they they keep going it's cuz Stills was doing tons of blow and he never <laughs> left the studio.
4: <laughs> Shocking.
3: We should try to have those guys on. Yeah, let's Because do they it. they're pro Stills. Pro
4: stills, yeah, they're pro
3: stills. They have a lot of sympathy for Stephen. I'm stills. actually
4: not. I don't think I'm as anti-Stills as as I come across on this. But because he looks, I'm like not a
3: either. But he's done some <laughs> dick things. But then they else. But see, they say the same Mark's things about Mark Mothersbaugh. Probably loves him. They say the same thing about Neil Young. We say about Stills that Neil Young was a dick, oh, and that gotta he, have he on ripped then. out he ripped out Stephen Stills' heart several times, like you know. Quitting Buffalo Springfield before oh, they're supposed to go on the Tonight Show, it. leaving the Long May You Run run tour hey, and Youngsters all that shit.
4: Go on their Facebook page and start talking shit. <laughs> now we'll have a rival. Let's okay. have a rival.
3: Yeah, a rival, yeah. absolutely. podcast.
1: <laughs> we need a we need oh. a good podcast. Right? And they're an iHeart podcast. And we can't so do breaking them. We can't oh, yeah, do breaking the that. ice because it's they too got controversial. Money. <laughs> if they're an iHeart podcast, they got money. Oh Mighty, yeah, that's true. No, sure no, anyone
4: can. We're, we could get on iHeart. It's easy. Not really. No. I
1: think. I don't think so. Eh, whatever. Fuck you guys. From Hank <laughs> to Hendrix is really good. I I I like just fucking accordion. nils, man. Yeah. And then Neil's harp is awesome. It's just a really. It's such a great song, but we don't have to hear it. I just yeah. This is. This is. I, just this is, I think
3: say, you know. Despite all that shit that went down before they actually recorded this, mm-hmm. I thought it came out great. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. I I mean you can't you can hardly tell they all fucking hate each other. I mean yeah, yeah. No, totally. uh, I mean Kenny Buttrey said, and I'm quoting here, Neil does not have enough money for me to work with him again. Jeez. I will never ever <laughs> play a Neil Young album again. Shit. I never want to hear his name again. That's a direct quote. Well, Kenny after Buttrey this ex- wasn't After in this, this experience. This is no,
1: Charles Buttersworth. Oh, what? I mean,
3: I'm sorry, Oscar Buttersworth. Yeah, yeah said that. Oscar Buttersworth. Buttersworth Charles, What's all this Charles
4: then? Charles Boshisworth III. i I'm say. Franklin
3: Clotted Cream.
4: My name is Oscar Buttersworth, and I'll never work with Neil again. <laughs> I do say Neil
1: was quite apprehensible, and I will never work with such a fellow again. My name is you Oscar dig- Buttersworth <laughs> Jones. But, but you
3: know, they eventually all did fourth. at some one point.
4: If I now. ever work with Neil Young again, then my name's not Oscar Buttersworth the 14th. <laughs> well, I'll be a crispy biscuit if I ever That's work right. with Neil Young again. My favorite thing. Uh, thing from last week's episode with Griffin is when he was talking about Doctor Who and I was like oh I I get that because I watched the crown and he goes oh yeah they're the same show
3: (laughs) yeah what the fuck was that all about Jesus Christ there's no time lords in the royal family
4: (laughs) no there's horse lords though that's true (laughs) there probably are horse lords
3: all All right right, well uh, uh, um, top three top three from, uh, from both. both.
4: Let's do from
5: both. Holy Not shit. Not combined. Dude. Do a top three oh, okay. of each. Yeah, I I've got
4: mine each. prepared, so I can go first. Alright, go want. first, yeah. Alright, so my lucky thirteen top three, my three is Ain't It the Truth. My two is um the highway song off of fuck it what's it called again? Uh Where's the Highway tonight? I really like that off of Old Ways. I like this version. I don't know even no I don't even know if it's that much different than the old ways one, but I, I think I, it's the same one. I think dude. it's exactly the I same. I really like yeah. it on this. Maybe it's in the context or something that like that. That might have
3: something to do with it. That's that's very yeah. real. Like you hear it in contrast to other songs. Yeah. Right. It may make a difference. Yeah.
1: Um and then my number one is I mean, all of us have to have depression number one as depression yeah. blues. It's depression blues. Yeah. So I'm Absolutely. not even gonna bother. That's my number one, but uh, then I'd go, give or take, don't take your love away from me, and ain't it the truth. Okay. I yeah, like I'd, I'd,
3: same thing. Depression Blues is definitely the number one. I love Get Gone. Get
1: Gone is fun. That was my um, – That know, is really yeah. fun, yeah.
3: That's my number two. Because you got to
1: love a nice Bo Diddley beat. You yeah, know, and, and it's, it's a fun yeah. story. Yeah. It's, yeah, pretty it's pretty, a it's
3: great pretty. story, which is obviously about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I
1: think I just went ain't it the truth because of the curvaceousness. Right. <laughs> yeah, that ain't is good that the too. Truth. Yeah. And I
3: have to say, my number three is Hippie Dream. That extra 15 seconds really did it for me. <laughs> Are you? I feel like you're lying. Of course I'm he's totally lying. fucking lying. What's your cut off of
4: Lucky 13? Your cut song.
3: Uh, any of those versions that were on the studio yeah, album. Just get the fucking rid of them. Yeah, me yeah, too. I I would, put some more unreleased stuff I'd on could, there. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, all right. Uh, like Unplugged, Once an
1: Angel or something like that. My yeah.
4: number three for Unplugged is Pocahontas. I really, really like this version. Um, my number two is String Man, and my number one is like a hurricane. Yeah. I just I can't handle that organ.
3: I have to say, my number three is World on a String. Um, my number two is Helpless, and my number one is like a hurricane.
4: Helpless was my like tied for three for me, but I I just love I love what he does with Pocahontas. I don't know what it is, but it really like catches me.
1: My um. My number three is look out for my love my number two is uh, maybe you
3: should write these down on a yellow <laughs> legal pad. <laughs>
1: Okay, I change it. I change it. Number three is Like a Hurricane. I actually agree with Mike. You definitely should. Number two is Mr. Soul, and number uh, one is Helpless. Mr. Soul is so good, too. Yeah, this is a hard is one good to too. pick. Yeah,
3: that's a great version. Uh, pre- like, like I said, I prefer that version yeah. to the studio version.
4: A cut song was hard. Not that hard, but for me, my cut was Harvest Moon because I think it's pretty identical to his studio version, in my opinion.
3: He
1: had to play it there, though.
4: No, I don't. I don't time. begrudge him for playing it, and I don't even dislike it. I like it. I just it's if I had to cut one I would cut it cuz it's so similar. And I I don't think I want to cut any of the other ones.
3: You're going to hate my cuts. My cut choice. What is it? It's Pocahontas. Really? Yeah. It Why? I too. just don't I I don't know. That, that it it what? lacks it lacks something. Yeah. yeah. You guys are weird. You're fucking weird. You guys
4: are gross. <laughs> you guys are dumb. Get out.
3: You smell like poop.
4: Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> shits. <laughs> poop poop mouth. <laughs>
1: It would either be that, or I guess "Long May You Run." I did like the "Long May You Run," but um, just as far as everything else, I like everything else yeah. too much. But anyway, but yeah, and I well, love, I love every, all of it. I love all of it. Well,
3: I, I like this experience because you know I, I discovered a lot of stuff on Lucky Thirteen that I, I dismissed originally. I was like, "It's just a greatest hits thing," and I never really yeah. uh, looked into it. But um, yeah, it was cool to go over it. But finding Depression Blues, <laughs> Depression and, blues and then blues discovering that it. that old ways one. EP on YouTube. I'll put that up on the Long May you Young Podcast dot yep. com blog blog. Long May you Young blog blog. <laughs> blog 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 uh, blog. Next week it is uh, sleeps with angels. No, sleeps no, no it's it's perfect strangers. <laughs> okay, <that's
2: right. laughs> Before we started recording, I, I couldn't. I told these boys I couldn't. We're going to cover Deep strangers.
3: Purple's nineteen eighty three release, Perfect well, no, Strangers. No, hold
4: on. Next week is a monster episode. Oh, is it? And we're not going to reveal which monster. I am th- I think we're not sure yet but I'm okay. pretty sure next week is going to be a monster episode or Perfect Strange. Jesus <laughs> sleeps, sleeps, sleeps with, with an- Angels. Sleeps, so sleeps with eventually
3: the next album we're going to cover is Sleeps with Angels. So and that was Strangels. Some- Strangels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, that's enough. Please uh, get on social media and find us there. We're yes, at absolutely. Long May Bye You March. Young on Twitter. We're at Long May You Young on Instagram. Search us out yeah, the ta- Long May like, Young just, group just on just Facebook. Just even
1: share, you know, just do yeah, a share please. on your wall. And if you tag know a way to whatever. make it
4: so that way, when you Google Neil Young podcast, where the first thing that comes up, yeah. that would be very helpful. Because yeah. right now it's still just random episodes of Conan's podcast. Right.
3: And you know what? Tell your friends about us. Word of mouth still works, yeah. especially in the podcast world. So. If you know someone who likes Neil Young or you know someone who likes to hear three guys drink and talk about semen, then you know let them God know that it. this podcast is here and uh, give us a good rating. If you give us five stars and a shitty rating, we'll read the rating. That's our policy. You give us five stars, we'll read whatever yes, we you write for a review That's on right. there.
1: Just remember, we're glad that Trump's gone, but uh, it should be Bernie instead. <laughs> I agree.
3: Okay. And you com. Go there. Check out the merch. Check out the Long May You young blog blog <laughs> the and, video section and all thanks. the episodes are up there too you can listen to all the episodes
4: and extra special thanks to Nails for yeah, gifting for us the t-shirts.
1: these t-shirts we'll have a picture
3: yeah. up on the on the website absolutely also the there's t-shirts. a song
1: on Sleeps with Angels called Piece of Crap and that's what this podcast is and thank you for listening disagree
3: yeah you know my cut podcast would be this one you know what actually <laughs> I would cut this one too yeah I'd cut this one.
4: Now, now that I'm thinking of it my top three uh, now
3: we My top three would be the Make It Stop episode where Luke and I were guests. uh, And then it would be the one that you guested on with the guy with the weird red hot chili peppers. My top
4: three would be the uh, Wang Chong podcast, along May You Chung,
3: Right. And the sub podcast, the DeGarmo and KeyCast. We're over two hours for this. Okay, let's go. All right, bye.